Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to Sporty number 108. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I am the Iceman. It, it is halfway through September. You know, by the time this posts, it's going to be already September 20th. So, which means we're getting close to October. You know, put the football on hold for a second. Trust me, we'll get there. Lots to talk about. But, uh, you know, we were, we were talking in our pre-show chat. It's time to start uh, peeking at the baseball standings because it's pretty much at this point the playoffs are probably set. Sure are looks any, like it. Are there any races going on? Well, I mean, AL East, Red Sox pretty much have that locked up. Indians have the Central locked up. Astros are four games up on the Athletics in the AL West. Braves are six and a half games up on the uh, Phillies. Cubs and Brewers, it's pretty close. The Cubs are up two and a half games. And the NL West, you got the Dodgers half a game up on the Rockies. Ooh, Arizona, so, you blew it again. Well, I mean, they're only five games out. And, I mean, if we're talking wild card, they got a shot at it. I mean, let's see. I got to find it. Yeah, right now, as it stands, you'd have Atlanta coming out of the East, Cubs out of the Central, Dodgers out of the West, and, oh, well, Arizona's five games out of the wild card spot. Colorado's half a game out of the wild card spot. Milwaukee and St. Louis, with Milwaukee being three games up on St. Louis. So, that's that's your NL wild card. Your AL wild card is uh, looks pretty much to be New York uh, Yankees and Oakland. Yeah, looks so. Which is kind of a uh, interesting shift in power from you know what decade, maybe a decade and a half ago when it was seemed like it was always the Yankees getting the, the East and Boston grabbing the wild card. So there's been definitely a reversal of fortune there. Well, the good news is the Tigers are only 23 games out. I mean. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, twenty nine games back in the wild card. Yeah, so, so, so we'll see you in Lakeland. Tell you yes, they don't even have a wild card elimination number. They've already been eliminated. Yeah, I think we talked about the most exciting part of their season last week with the two announcers slugging each other. Yeah, and I heard was it Dan Dickerson on one hundred or ninety seven one doing play-by-play and i'm like why am i hearing the red wings guy do play-by-play on the radio so i i because i you know i'm usually not able to watch the games i have to listen to them uh makes me wonder are they moving the radio crew up to the television crew for the remainder of the season because i know that kirk gibson was sitting in but he's got uh he was diagnosed with parkinson's a few years ago so i I don't know if he's going to be able to do you know every game on out from here, you know, for the rest of the season. So, I mean, let's it. be honest. For the Tigers, it's what two weeks. That's it. It's not like it's not like they're playing October baseball. Yeah, this is they're in the middle of their last home stand, and then they'll end the season on the road, and that'll be it. So, that's pretty much all there is to that. 
you know, and it's not going to get better next year. That's just not going to happen. So I, <laughs> I, I can't even bullshit you if you're a Tigers fan. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. So does, does Houston repeat? <sighs> I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I they've think been, they're ca- they're capable of it, but they just they've been banged up this year. Yeah, and then I mean, there is the hangover of being, you know, winning the World Series, the ridiculous grind of a regular season, like you said, being banged up, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you know, Boston's looking like world beaters. Of course, you know, you can ask, what was it, two thousand Mariners about? <laughs> What it's like to look like world beaters during the regular season and then get bitch slapped in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I I I, I kind of like the Cubs, man. I mean, if 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 we had to pick right now, I would I would I guess my pick would be the Cubs to win the World Series. I, I'd have to go with Boston. They're they've just been a machine this year. Oh yeah, the Detroit Tigers East is doing very well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're they're the only they are the only team right now. With a hundred wins, and only forty-seven losses. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're the Dodgers of this year. You know, you know, last year's Dodgers were just dominant. I mean, that's the Red Sox this year. Well, I mean, I could definitely say that if it was a Boston Chicago World Series, I'm pretty sure the powers that be in MLB would be very happy with that matchup. Possibly the only one they'd be happier with would be like Boston Dodgers. Yeah, I mean Boston and. Yeah, Boston and Chicago, two huge media markets. Two really loyal fan bases who suffered for a long time. Now you got, you know, former... Did Chicago beat to win? Cleveland. So when they won the World Series? Yeah. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, as everyone likes to point out, Cleveland is coming out of the weakest division in baseball. Right. Not that it hasn't stopped that division from sending the most teams to the World Series in the entire fucking decade and a half. They've been saying that American League Central is the weakest division in baseball, but... Yeah, the Twins are the only one in that uh, division that uh, hasn't gone, right? Yeah. Royals went, White Sox went, Tigers, and Indians. Royals went twice, Tigers went twice, Indians went... Yeah. Uh, White Sox, if we're going back to 2005, yeah, 2005, they went once. So, yeah, it's for as weak of a division as it's supposed to be, they sent a lot of people to the World Series, two teams multiple yes. times. I don't know, but baseball yeah. to me is the, like the last main sport where I can watch and still see some people that I'm just like, those are my heroes, you know. You can, just, you can still watch it and and look for... You know, the the big hitters, the big hard pitchers, the people that are just like, you want to follow them because they're so good at their craft. That's the, that's like the last sport. Uh, baseball for me is definitely the half-ass sports fan type situation. If my team isn't doing well, wake me up when the playoffs start. Same here. You know, I just, I, I don't want to hear about the labor. Just show me the baby. Show me who's in the playoffs. Let's let's get let's get going. Let's do it. Well, yeah, but that's only because the season is for fuck ever long. But when I but still when I was a little kid, man, I could I could have told you more than just a tiger starting lineup. You know, I could have, and just yeah, as I get older, baseball's just kind of just 
Kind of like with Rich. Like, if we're winning, I'll pay attention. If not, talk to me in uh, October, and it's time to pay attention. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, Chris, that's so not true. Because you could tell me starters in Do- and, and L.A. Dodgers, start. you could tell me half the starting team in the Houston Astros. The, I'm saying I used, to mean, know, I used to know people's rotations, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I used to have boxes full of baseball cards. I could tell you. Oh, you remember flipping for baseball cards? That was so fun. But it's just, it's, yeah, just uh, I'm with Rich. Like, it, it's just something with the sport. It, it, to me, I, it's just been since the strike. I know it was 20 years ago, but it, it just seems ever since the strike. Just, yeah, if the Tigers are winning, let me know. Well, I, get, I think the problem with me is that I, baseball was like the sport that my family watched growing up. And it was always, it was on in the background. Um, you know, it, whether it be the radio or the TV and, you know, we'd carry on conversations, talk, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, a big play had happened, everybody pay attention and then, you know, go back to kind of it being in the background. Literally, what its nickname is, a pastime. That's what you did in the summer, you know. Uh, <clears throat> then I, when I got into hockey, especially when I got into hockey, around the time I did, you know, mid, mid-80s or so, you had to pay attention because at any minute anything could happen. I mean, you know, you had some of the greatest players to ever fucking play the game playing at that time period. And on top of that, at any minute, you know, a hockey game might break out in a fight. You know, I mean, and and, and these weren't these pussy ass fights these days. You know, this was like motherfuckers would still come off the bench at that point. (laughs) So you'd be like, oh, shit. The goalies are going at it. You know, you never <laughs> knew what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> Seriously. And, and then you'd be like, oh, shit, the backup goalies are going at it. <laughs> so you look looking like basketball, that part where the head just comes rolling at the goalie and shit. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really about, you know, it was that, it was that World Series with uh, the White Sox in Houston in it in 2005 that, that well, no, I take that back. It was the year before. It was the it was the Red Sox coming back for the you know four or seven game sweep of the Yankees, if you will. Oh. Uh, and then just the you know, yeah, yeah. And then I remember the next you know two thousand five that playoffs. One thing I'll give Fox, they know how to when they have the budget for a baseball game and it's a lot on the line, they know how to amp up the drama. Whereas if you watch Fox Sports during the regular season, you don't get that same type of coverage. It's, you know, everything's far away, wide-angle shots, no up close to the pitcher, no up close to the batter. They've gotten better about adding the, the, you know, like the Fox Track strike zone or whatever the fuck in there, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, it's just... They know how to build tension in the uh, in the postseason, and it must cost an arm and a leg because I don't understand why they don't do that in a regular season. Because it's kind of hard to pick up on the mind games being played between a pitcher and a batter when you can't even fucking get a good look at either of their you know their face. You can't see if that batter's staring like staring that pitcher down and vice versa. You know, you just see the back of the pitcher, and like I said, you know, 
a wide angle shot of, oh, look, there's the back of the pit, the pitcher and there's the batter and the catcher and the umpire, you know? So I don't know. It's all in presentation. On top of that, after the year I had season tickets and the prices started going up, I was like, well, I'm pretty much done going to baseball games unless it's free. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm like, there's ticket at the gas station. Yeah. Or someone's got season tickets and they can't go and they're like, Hey, you want these? And I'm like, yeah, Oh, give them to your face value. I don't want them that bad. Sorry, man. I'm not paying 80 bucks a ticket. That's just not happening. Then you get down there and it's, you know, 25, 30 bucks for parking. You got to give your left kidney to get a fucking beer. I don't think so. That's that. Those days are done for me. I mean, I don't see them coming back neither. So, but yeah. Um, I think too, just changes in the game of probably, I mean, the, the thing that comes to mind with me mostly is how just we've talked about it several times on this show. The, the, the days of the complete game are over, you know, th- yeah. things like that, you know, you go to see, let's say it's, you know, let's back in the heyday, 2012, you know, all right. You go there to see Verlander pitch and he's pulled after, you know, five innings. What the fuck? I know. He's on right? a one hitter, no walks. And <laughs> You're like, what? why? He's the example, but they do that all the time. You know, it, do, it doesn't matter. You know, just insert big name pitcher in place of Verlander. It happens all the time. Yeah, because I mean, when you were younger and the big unit was pitching, you didn't move. That game was over in an hour and a half. <laughs> well, too, we were talking about was it the the number of complete games Jack Morris had will never ever be touched. With the way that they play now, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it, it's done. It's over with. It's not going to happen. And it, I, it, it, I don't know. It just sucks because I, I, re, I even, uh, even the uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, God damn it! Like someone like uh, Steven Strasburg. Like when he came into the league, it was you know, oh well, his first season, we have a we have a uh, an inning limit and a pitch limit on them. It's like, what? Are you fucking serious? Can you imagine? Could you imagine telling someone like Nolan Ryan that? Imagine yeah. telling someone like Sandy Koufax that, Don Drysdale? They'd have been like, you better get the fuck off this mound before I smack the shit out of you. What the fuck's wrong with you? You don't fucking tell me when I'm coming. Uh-uh. You pull me out the game when I fucking bring my gas can to the mound. That's it. That's all there is to it. Even then, half those time, those guys would argue that they, they, they wanted to stay in the game. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd have the guts to walk up to Randy Johnson and be like, well, good time, but it's got to come to an end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, it's, just, it's, it's just a different game, and it, it just doesn't really appeal to me as much anymore. Yeah, just Nolan Ryan looks all distinguished. He doesn't look like he'd really fuck you up. Rand, Randy, <laughs> look, he's already hillbilly looking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Johnson looks like he'll beat you up and take your red man from you. Seriously, and then spit right on you and then help you up and let's have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop your ass and run your pockets for your fucking chew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boy, now that, I've, now that we've cleared that up and you understand where I'm coming from, let's go get a bush. Like, a bush? You got something to say about the beer I drink? No, sir. No. Not, really. <laughs> not after that. No, I'm good. I'm absolutely 100% good. I've always wondered that. Pitchers like Randy and, and uh, Zuma and all them that could throw smoke that hard, that fast for that long. If it, if you got hit by that, like if you got hit by their fist, that'd break your jaw, wouldn't it? I imagine it wouldn't be fun. I can't see where they would. I don't want to test this theory, but I'm just saying. 
you know, never got into a fight with a major league pitcher, but I did. I, I don't want to get into a fight with. I don't want to get into a fight with a fucking professional golfer, <laughs> curler at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm good, man. Like I'm a professional athlete. What do you play? Ping pong. Oh, I can't fuck with you, ping pong guys. Oh, I'm good on that. I mean, well, hey, I, speaking of fighting, bring up hockey, just for the fact that Henrik Zetterberg. See ya. Yeah, the, the 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 real last of the old guard for Detroit, you know, played, uh, God, what, 14 seasons in Detroit was the one-two punch with Datsuk that kind of started the, the, the trend that, that the NHL has kind of, you know, ran with, you know, Taves, Kane, Crosby, Malkin, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, some sort of degenerative back dis- disease. No rest, no rehab, no surgery is going to help it. And apparently playing hockey will just speed it up to the point where he could end up crippled rather sooner than later. So, And Red Wings already have one of those, so nah. No, I mean, he is 37, and it's not like he was a huge, you know, he's they got him listed at 5'11". Probably means you know you take them skates off. He's probably looking me in the eye at five nine, five ten. You know he's, he he. It's not like he was built like a fucking Rick Tockett or you know one of those guys who is just a fucking train on skates. I mean he was he was definitely more of a finesse player, and I mean he's part of the trying to part of the triple gold club. You know Olympic gold, Stanley Cup, and the World Championship. That's a very select group of fucking guys i mean like the guys he's in he's he's in there with are like you know shanahan sackick pronger crosby datsuk yager i mean you know guys that are <laughs> yager is looking at him going rook <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean like guys you usually you look at these names and you're like wow the hall of fame is going to be stacked with here when all these guys enter, McGillney, Scott Niedermeyer. I mean, it, it, it just goes would, on and on and on. I would be lying if I said that when I saw the notification that Zetterberg was retiring that I didn't go. He's still playing? Like, I thought he retired a couple of years ago, quite honestly. I haven't heard his name in that long, it seems like. Well, I mean, he played every game last year, put up 56 points, but he played every game. Without ever play, without ever taking uh, participating in one practice, not because he's a lazy fuck, but because if he practiced, he would have nothing left for the game. I mean, the last three seasons he's played every game of the season with this with this degenerative you know back condition he has, and he's put up respectable numbers. I mean, you know, fifty points three years ago, sixty eight points two years ago, fifty six points last year. And that's pretty damn good for someone that's skating around with you know bones disintegrating in their back so i you know it it it, it really does just drive home that one i mean we pre-show we were talking about it i guess if you want to say uh, you know uh, the old guard you got you know nicholas cronwall but that's someone who i'm like you know, he's still playing like zetterberg i figured would play until they told him he couldn't which is pretty much what happened cronwall's been his games fell off quite drastically in the last, you know, handful of seasons. When's the last time you heard of him cronwalling somebody? Like what? Again? It's illegal now, right? Four or five seasons. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, so this is, I mean, this is it. This is the last link to the guys that played with Iserman and, you know, Shanny and, and all that. This is it. It's done. It's over with. So in my mind, this season, it's time to throw in a towel and just admit you're in a complete rebuild. And pray and back up the Brinks truck for whatever Iserman wants to come here as the GM next season. I so cannot think that he's not coming here. We were saying it. We've been saying it. We joked about it. And now he's gone out of Tampa Bay. Just so happens that the Red Wings are in a complete rebuild. Why would he not come here? You'd be surprised how many people are. And I don't know if it's just because this is the nature of the Detroit sports fan to not get your hopes up because, you know, As as Lions fan have, Lions fans have learned for over sixty years now, it's just a waste of time. But you know, cheap shot the Lions aside, I, a lot of people I talk to are like, "No, nah, it ain't happening." And a lot of people in Detroit sports, I'm talking prof- people that are prof- that are professionals that get paid to do what we do, are saying it ain't happening. Maybe they know something that we don't. I would hope so because they're paid to. Well, at the and at that same point, okay, it's not happening. So he goes where? Maybe Nowhere. He just, maybe he enjoys just retirement. Retires. Yeah, I mean, you got to think. thinking about something other than hockey for the last forty years. I mean, you got to think. You know, he's he was on a team with Chris Chelios. Chris Chelios basically just walked away from hockey after, you know, his his I think it was his father or his mother died. You know, and if he's friends with Chelios and they're still close, you know, maybe he's like, maybe I need to spend time with family. You know, I don't need to do the Scotty Bowman thing until, well, I think all he has is daughters. So I don't think any of them are going to be playing for the Red Wings anytime soon. So (laughs) it's not Scotty Bowman. (laughs) Scotty Bowman. Hockey is family, damn it. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, you know, when your son's hired by the Blackhawks and you jump ship from the Red Wings to the Blackhawks to work with your son, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know. But, yeah, that's to me, that's Detroit's really only hope. I mean, there was a preseason game between the Florida Panthers and uh, Nashville Predators that I want to say the attendance, announced attendance, by the way, was in the hundreds. I mean, that is, I hate to say it, I could see that being Detroit in a few seasons. I really could. If they don't get the right GM in here, if they don't make the right moves, I could see that that happening because I was listening to another podcast and the host of that podcast brought up a very good point. The worst thing for a sports franchise is not hatred of the franchise. A lot of Lions fans have a love-hate relationship with the Lions and the Fords still cash those checks. It's the, the worst thing for a sports franchise is apathy that you just don't care. That's what's going on with the Pistons. That's pretty for the most part, except for the diehard baseball fans, that's what's going on with the Tigers this season. You had the Red Wings in the mix. Eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, not looking good for Detroit sports anytime soon. So, I don't know. I mean, I wish him well in retirement. I hope that, that he they can do something with his back. If it's anything like, I, I have a family member who has a degenerative bone disease in her back, and it's not pretty. I mean, it's a lot of surgeries to put cadaver bones in there. I mean, a lot of rehab time. I can only hope yeah, just for stop his playing hockey. I'm just, I can only hope for his sake he doesn't have to go through all that. So, 
because that's just that's you, you don't want to be in a wheelchair for six months especially if you used to be a professional athlete i'd imagine that's their version of hell well and also with all the technology we have today we still haven't been able to find out a way to fuck around with the spinal cord because if you touch that spinal cord you're fucking done son well you know i was watching uh Real, uh, uh, I don't know if it was the latest episode of Real Sports or it was last month's, but it's 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 one of the more recent ones, the last couple months at least. And I didn't realize this. Apparently, the NHL is the last major sport to deny a link between concussions and CTE. Really, which is interesting because brain injury is one of the reasons that. The the you know the the Batman shadow cabal behind the scenes that have been trying to phase out fighting, that's that's been their battle cry for two decades now. So how can you claim that and at the same time say, oh no, these big hits, no, they don't, they have nothing to do with CTE. Yeah, and you get checked into the board at fifty miles an hour. No, that's not doing anything to your brain. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, you're you're doing exactly what happens in a car crash. For the next 60 minutes. Nah, you're good. Yeah, and I'm, you know, watching watching that segment, you know, they went through the whole where they have the mock-up of the player's head in the, you know, helmet and what happens when they're checked and et cetera, et cetera. And it's in like super slow motion and shit. I just got to say this. I know that this is, we're down to, to, to the floor, to, to, to the wood floors underneath the carpet and the padding because we've fucking talked about it so much. But I got to say, man, I got to wonder how much longer these sports are going to be as as physical as they are. Because of uh, the way our society is going, it's it's a nanny state already. Well, and I'm going to I'm going to get scared once they stop allowing people to box. Because if we're going to talk about all all the head injuries and everything, you're punching a guy in the head repeatedly. See, stop. and that's fucked and that's fucked up because it was pretty much a given to the point of it being a punchline that Muhammad Ali was as fucked up as he was because all the fucking shots he took to the head. Because and, of his rope-a-dope. And I, no one was calling for boxing to be abolished or them to add more padding or whatever the fuck. But when it starts happening in football, when it starts, you know, shit, Buster Posey gets his leg broke blocking home plate and the guy slides into him. Okay, they just change the entire play at home plate. Well, you can't block the plate. Yeah, we're talking about people that are in heavy, heavy pads. Helmets, all types of shit, stopping them from trying to stop them from getting hurt. Yeah, we're gonna change all of that. But the one where they go in damn near naked and smack each other in the head for hours, no, nah, that's good. That's good TV right there. Well, honestly, I don't think boxing has got anything to worry about until they go after MMA because boxing has done a, a decent job of calling itself, you know, the sweet science. And it's an art and all this, whereas you ask people who don't follow MMA and, I mean, don't we remember, uh, oh shit, who's the Hollywood actress that got up there talking about MMA and football? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, thank you. You know, her snarky remarks about it and shit. And I mean, if you look at MMA, them guys are fucking literally just, some of that shit looks like literally a street fight where you get the guy on the ground and just beat him until he's unconscious. I watched the guy put him in a leg scissors, bend over, and just elbow him in the head repeatedly. I'm like, okay, he can't even tap. He's unconscious. Somebody stop him. 
I know, right? <laughs> I mean, he's hitting his elbow to his head, head to the mat, head back to the elbow, and it's just, I was like, oh, okay, seriously? <laughs> little fur, little fur. But I mean, with the rise of MMA, I, I think that that's where, and it's already, you know, it's already been called a barbaric sport. There's a lot of people who, oh, Wait a minute. MMA, two, two naked men locked in a cage fighting hand-to-hand combat. What's barbaric about that? I don't know. Is it more barbaric than dropping fucking drone strikes on schools and fucking factories? Churches. Overseas? I mean, I, at least these guys are getting compensated for it. Well, I, you know, Rich, you've said it, and I know Chris and I have said it multiple times. Football players, hockey players, boxers, MMA fighters, they all make a choice. They don't they don't get sheltered from everything. They don't, you know, live in a bubble and not know that when they get on the field, they're going to be hit. When they get in the ring, somebody's going to smack them in the head. They, they fully well know this. They've trained for it. They physically went into a, a, a gym somewhere and physically trained to get hit in the head, hit in the body, hit in the leg. So it, it's their choice. And, and you're saying that they no longer have a choice because... You don't like the outcome. You don't like the head injuries. You, you don't like that somebody's leg gets broke. Somebody's arm needs surgery. They made the choice, and you're going to take it away from them? That is something all that does these, get lost in all this. Really? And all, all of this is a choice. Heart, right. And all these bleeding heart women of, oh, no, it's barbaric, and it's, it's toxic masculinity. I'm sorry. Aren't you the one who wants the choice for your body? Don't you want to make the choice if you have the baby or not? Oh, snap. So you want to sit there and talk about choices and how it's not fair to tell me how to live my body and get the government out of my uterus, get the government out of my uterus. But you want to come into a man's world and say, oh, no, that's just far too violent. You are not allowed. It's because don't you understand? Women are more enlightened. Just ask them. They'll tell you. Women are smarter. (laughs) Haven't, Haven't you learned this yet? Haven't you learned that even even if that even if that's not a fact? which is very debatable whether women are smarter than men, that anyone who gets on stage and says women are smarter than men, everybody, including men, will clap. And if someone gets on stage and says a man is smarter than a woman, they'll be booed off stage. And believe me, if they can find some place, like a tree and some rope, they probably lynch his ass for saying that. We don't deal in reality. We deal in feelings. And this is, the, this is, this is where we're, this is the path we have chosen. And even though we you. didn't, we didn't choose it. We didn't choose it. It's been chosen for us. I, I'm just, I'm the, I'm the type of guy that I, I will call a spade a spade. I'll call you out. You're going to sit there and and have many, many marches and protests and screaming choices. My choice, my choice, and then try to come over and go. Not your choice. No, no, no. You can't do that. Well, That's it's too violent. It's the same thing we've went through with the, you know, and I mean, this is in no way related to sports, but I pointed it out on, on regimented. It's the same thing we go through with, you know, parents that bring their children into this country illegally. You know, well, we can't let the sins of the parents be visited upon the children. Unless that is your family-owned slaves, then you deserve whatever you get, no matter how many hundreds of years ago that was. And you need to feel guilty for that. But, you know... These kids, they're innocent, even though their parents brought them over here illegally. Technically, they're breaking the law by being here. 
Now, whether that's a just law or not, that's a different conversation. The fact is, it's against the law for him to be here. But this is, once again, we don't deal with facts, we deal with feelings. Because we are now two generations of Americans raised, despite how the system is, where rich white men are still at the top, we've been raised more and more the last two generations in patriarchal house households, where women run the show, even if the parents are still married. We've been brainwashed and conditioned that the father's always the bumbling idiot and the mother is the wise one. So you have to listen to the mother. We fetishized motherhood to the point where we lie to each other and say it's the hardest job in the world. So, of course, we have to listen to everything they fucking say. If we don't, well, then then it's, you know, that's the patriarchy talking. Meanwhile, we're going to totally ignore the fact that in everyday society, working class society, middle class society especially poor society, the patriarchy is very far from the fucking the norm. It's, it's a matriarchal society. But, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, I'm, I'm going to look, whenever they fire off, I'm going to look at them, just stare them right in the eye and go, are you pro-life or pro-choice? All right, shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, uh, g- fight the good fight, brother. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, there, 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 there's no fight there, Rich. That's all I'm telling you. That's where I end it. After that, they can say whatever they want. They're pro-choice. They want choice. They want to have the choice. Can I do? And I here's the kicker, dude. I believe in that. I, I believe they should have their choice. But the, how are they going to do that? And then come over and go. Oh no, toxic masculinity. Ooh no, violent sports. Ooh no, you can't do it. Well, because somehow two men competing against each other in a in a in a physical contact sport is toxic masculinity. Yet scraping a child out of a uterus is somehow. I was gonna say, you tell me which more, which is more violent, gross, and disgusting. Which one would you watch? An MMA fight where they sit there and get bloody, and the whole ring goes from white to red, or a fucking big fucking putty knife up your wife's uterus, scraping out what would have been. I mean, be honest with you, I could eat a bloody rare steak watching both of them. I don't give a fuck. Uh, me, you, me, neither. I'm just saying, if we're going to talk about which is worse. I mean, but it, it, once again, that's reality. You're dealing in reality. That, I, that's all I deal in. I'm a realist. I am what is. The vast majority of people these days choose not to. It's not that they don't. It's not that they can't. It's that they choose not to. Oh, I 100% agree with you. The vast majority of, of this world will sit and one side will argue that the glass is half full. The other will argue the glass is, you know, half empty. Me, realist. There's something in that fucking glass. Drink it. We'll refill it. Move on. <laughs> I'm just saying I am what is. I'm a realist. <laughs> I, I Still, one of my favorite memes is it has the glass half full and it says, pessimist, this glass is half empty. Optimist, this glass is half full. Feminist, this glass is raping me. the only way that would be more perfect is if bill cosby was in the background (laughs) smiling rubbing his hands together like yeah buddy take a drink drink. come on realist drink it up (laughs) all right so should we move on to football Bill Cosby rape jokes well, I, there there was, uh, oh shit, where'd it go? Hold on a sec. I just had this fucking open. There was 
one little blurb that uh, about because I mean if we're going to try to touch on all the sports, we might as well touch on on basketball. Uh, said Elton Brand is the new GM for the 76ers. And I'm like, Elton yeah, Brand. I saw that too. Why does that name ring a bell, but not any like outstanding oh. ones? He warmed a bench for the Pistons. Is that why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he was either the before. I think he was part of the, the after going to work. He was part of. I think he was part of the after uh, Ben Wallace left part of that regime when it all Wallace? started crumbling. Well, God, I miss those guys. I so miss those guys. You only there was something I could Chris, look it up. Can't on. refer back. You can't. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. He never played for the Pistons. Says he played two seasons with Chicago. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven with the Clippers. One, two, three, four, five with Philly. Then a season with Dallas, two with Atlanta, and he played one more with Philly. His last season was the 2015-2016 season. So, why the fuck? Damn. He only made the playoffs one, two, three, four, five times. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It has to be when he was with the Clippers. Was he like the standout player with the Clippers? I mean, it's yeah, before- it's got to be just looking at when he played. Yeah, because he's with the Clippers for seven years. He's with the Sixers for four, Mavericks for one season, the Hawks for two. Why the fuck did I think he was a Piston? Why is he sticking out of my mind? That's what I'm saying. I was like, why does that ring some bells for me? And I'm not a I'm not a basketball guy. <laughs> oh, he was the first pick in the 1999 draft. That's probably it. That's one of those stories that, yeah, I'd have heard enough to be like, oh, that's why there's some name recognition there. All right, then. Well, I mean, you know, 76ers are, can we say, on brand? Oh, I see what Uh, you did there. uh, (laughs) uh, uh, uh. But, um, yeah. All right. That was a long way to go just to set up a cheap joke. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Anyways, football. Football. Start with the college. Yeah, let's just get this out of the way. If you are a fan of U of M or State, you're going to have a bad time this season. Where is to it? Like, these, both these teams are frauds. Unless state, someone pours a 55-gallon drum full of guts down State's throat, I don't see him fucking beating OSU. I just don't see him being even in the top three in the Big Ten. You know, Wisconsin did lose, but I mean, I'd still put Penn State above Wisconsin, even if Wisconsin hadn't lost this last week. So, I mean, I. What happened, man? I thought they were going to run the table, bro. Well, you know, they're one and one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they're, hey, they, hey, they're so good, they didn't play and they got back in the top 25. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's because the committee was sitting there sharing a joint and was like, we got one spot left. Who can we put in there? And as a hit, it went, state. Which one? Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I, I, I wasn't able to watch the game. I had to listen to the U of M game. But without the eyeball test, that team sounded so inconsistent on both sides of the ball. It's just, first of all, 
they should have just fucking trucked SMU. SMU was in it the whole first half. That's what they I'm were- saying. That's ridiculous. Come on now. I even told you guys when you guys were like, I was like, no, I had I had to turn it off. <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I told you. Hashtag need a quarterback. That cat is not a good quarterback. No, there's there, nothing about him is like, oh, hey, that, look at that. No. The only time I go, oh, hey, look at that, when he's like running scared or he's just yeah, like, oh, thank God I'm off the field. Whew. Yeah, there, there is a reason Old Miss went, yeah, go ahead. You can transfer. Yeah, he's the new Sam Bradford. Michigan was like, hey, we want your quarterback. We're going to give you, no, shush. He's already on the plane. Well, we, well, thanks, but we want it. Nope. No, you're good. I don't even need my receipt. Throw in the trash. Well, I will say that I—I I mean, I—I I don't know why I'm shocked anymore, but the Kool-Aid drinking Walmart Wolverines are still firmly in, you know, Jesus in khakis corner. So what? They lost to Notre Dame. Notre Dame's one of the elite college football programs, and I just had to laugh my ass off when I hear that. That you will see in the playoffs if you make them dumbasses. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it, 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 you're supposed to be one of the elite college football programs. It's time to accept it. It's been a decade now, okay? It's time to accept it. U of M ain't the football factory it used to be. That's all there is to it. Mm-mm. I mean, if you want to get right down to it the last 10 years, I think states overtook them as the football factory in the state of Michigan. And that's with states' hiccup of a season and... Uh, I would say, unless you're functionally retarded, you you are guardedly optimistic about the rest of this season. But guarded being the operative word in that in that statement. Like you still have to play some fucking teams that could hand your ass to you, rip it off, and show it to you. And I mean, no matter what, you have to play OSU. You're not getting out of that game unless you want to pull a Marshall, crash the fucking plane. <laughs> Dude. That's the that's the only way you're getting out of that game. Uh, so I it's it just well it it's it's the you know we talked about it but it's the Lions effect it's it's not even the Lions effect anymore it's just the Michigan effect all and we've talked about it already in the sportcast it it's uh or the podcast it's uh you know nobody wants to win there everybody's just content with going we have a team. <laughs> Get to wear jerseys and stuff. I mean, if you look at Michigan and Michigan State, the the mentality of that those teams are far, far, far different than the mentality of Southern teams like Alabama, Texas. I, the state of Texas is huge. It's like if you say one bad word about their team, it's like the Hatfield and McCoys. They're coming. And, and you know, Michigan, Michigan State, they just want to make fun of people just to make people laugh. It's not funny down here. There, there's no joke. I, I live close enough to Oklahoma that I'm telling you, dude. You say, you see somebody in a Sooners outfit. Don't, don't unless you want to go. Don't talk about the Sooners. It, it's it. It's such a different culture here. Because you don't have any pro teams. Well, I mean, OKC, you know, the Thunder. I mean, they have. Are we talking know, about football? Pro teams. Well, okay, football. You know, Dallas Cowboys. Houston, Texas, I mean, they have, you know, Kansas City Chiefs. They have pro teams. It's just the culture all around. But I'm not talking about just pro teams. I'm talking all the way 
down here in high school. It gets, I saw a, a championship ring from a high school team here that rivals that of a fucking Super Bowl ring. I, I took, I was like, let me see that. He took it off. I was like, good God, it's, it's huge. You would not believe how huge. And that's the kind of culture that you, you just don't have in Michigan. People are like, yeah, I just do it sometimes because I'm kind of good at it. I'm not buying my tuition. Dude, bullshit. There's a difference between not wanting to win and not having the tools to win. I don't think, I think, I think once again, you are connecting dots that aren't there chief oh, I, I could possibly but i i've lived there most of my life lived down here for a little bit and i and i can contest a test excuse me that it is completely different the culture in every aspect is completely different here well i mean look if you're going to talk about texas and football texas high school football gave us not only the book but the movie and the television series friday night lights all right, that wasn't set in 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 Redford or or Wayne, Michigan, for a reason. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's a lot different. It's taken a lot more seriously. I yes, I I'll give you that. That's high school football, and if you want to look at the pipelines of players and where they come from and who usually ends up going to the pros, I just saw a stat on this. It's like Florida, Texas. I think the only northern state was Ohio. The rest of them were southern states. So, yeah, I, I, in that aspect, I agree with you. Does that mean I think they come up here and they're like, well, I play for U of M and that's good enough, so I don't have to try? I don't buy that. Now, do they not have competent leadership? N- no, it's not like that. But you, you're, it's like um, Matt Stafford. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. I mean, he's a he's good quarterback. Good quarterback. In many different areas, down here from Texas, right? But you put them in a, in a city where all the fan base and all the talk is just meh. And then you put them with other players that aren't from that type of culture, where where football is life, where it's you must win at all costs. And I, I unfortunately, people adapt to that. You know, at, at first, I'm sure Matt was like, "Let's go, let's get them, let's." Get out there and rip their fucking heads off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody looked at him like, dude, you're in Detroit. Just shut up and go out there and throw a ball. Yeah, I'm not buying this. No. Okay, don't. Don't. Give me a better narrative, Hoss. I mean, every now and again, every now and again, Detroit Lions get a great football player. Every now and again. Barry Sanders, Wichita, Kansas, from the South, went up to Detroit. Fucking phenomenal football player. The rest of the team? Where were they? Okay, so it's, Tom Brady's from San Francisco. What's your point? It's a different culture when you get to Michigan. It just is, Hoss. It, it, I mean, I don't have to prove it so to you. So you're basically saying it's Michigan's fault that all the sports teams suck. Oh, my God. That's essentially what you are saying. Pretty much, yeah, dude. I am. Because we are all, you said it, dude, not me. You said it. We are, are okay with meh. We are okay with just having a team to go to. See, I, I, I wasn't going to go all that far. I was going to defend you a little bit with the Stafford thing because you're not the first person to bring this up in the last week, especially since Sunday. You know, there's been more than a few people in Detroit sports and fans who said, look, if Stafford is such a great leader, why the fuck didn't he walk in 
before that 49ers game and go, this bullshit ends now. We fucking win now. I don't want to fucking hear it. I'm tired of this shit. And during the post-game interview, why didn't he go, look, no fucking comment, have a closed-door meeting, and say, we just got fucking embarrassed twice in two weeks. This shit ends this week. No. What does he do? He gets up there, or someone sticks a mic in his face, and he goes, oh, I mean, I saw a lot of positive things. Really, Matt? What did you see that was positive? What did you see that was positive? The stereotypical bullshit that we hear constantly from Lions fans? Well, the bullshit call at the end fucked us. How many times I got to say it? It's the old Jimmy Johnson thing. Don't put yourself in a position to where the fucking refs can fuck you at the end of the game, and you won't have to worry about getting fucked out of a win with a bullshit call. I mean, if we're going to talk about the Lions right now, they fucked themselves. They they did them again. What I'm it saying is again, though. What I'm saying is, I agree with you that, yeah, with with Stafford, yeah, if he's if if he's such a great leader, then he needs to step up and grab this fucking team by the balls and go. These are for more than just fucking dipping in the water when you fucking sit down and take a shit. Okay, we got to play like we actually are aware that we have these. But that doesn't seem to be in his makeup. No, 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 no. It probably was at one point, and that's what I was trying to tell you. It probably was at one point, but the culture that surrounds him in Detroit, you succumb to that, man. You, you adapt or, you know, to the, I look, to the I'm surrounding. A, I'm agreeing with you, but we're also talking about one of the worst, historically, one of the worst franchises in the history of pro sports. We're talking about a franchise that beat down Barry Sanders, that beat down Megatron to the point where once they got more than a few months away from their announcement of retirement, they basically just said, I wasn't going to win on this team and this team wasn't going to trade me. Why should I go out there and kill myself for this team? This team doesn't care about winning. That is the culture surrounding this team. Now, what you're talking about is that somehow the minute you cross over on 75 from Ohio into Michigan, you get like what? Some Michigan cherries and a whole bunch of apathy shoved up your ass? <laughs> no. The minute you cross into Michigan, you step into quicksand and it just slowly drags you down until you just can't fight it anymore. And you're like, yeah, okay, let's go. Well, I, I don't, I, dude, I don't know. I, I, if that's how you choose to look at it, I mean, it, Basically, what you're saying is there's some sort of supernatural barrier surrounding the state of Michigan that once people cross into it, they can't help but just go, eh, half-ass is good enough. And if that's the case, if that's the case, then cool. Live in a world with, you know, when when it thunders and lightens, God's angry with you. I just don't buy it. Now, if you want to talk about... But he is. If you want to talk about 10 years of just absolute meh from the University of Michigan... Yeah, I can agree with you. The minute Lloyd Carr said, I'm done, the culture at that fucking football program took a hit. Rich Rod came in and started acting like defense didn't mean shit, tried to install a spread offense, not only with a team that is known for three yards in a cloud of dust and play and smash mouth football, and that's what they've prided themselves on for over 100 years, but tried to, but, but came in and sang a fucking oh who's that who's that douchebag josh groden or whatever his name is groben oh yeah sang a fucking song at a fucking fundraiser for boosters like some fucking giddy 12 year old little girl and and uh, and left all of michigan fans and boosters going what kind of jackass did we hire 
You got to be fucking kidding me. This motherfucker's up there belting out, you lift me up. And you raise me done, up. Or whatever the fuck. And he hasn't done <laughs> shit in three seasons. Get him the fuck out of here. Then they bring in Brady Hoke, who's like, I don't need a headset. This is Michigan, damn it. <laughs> you know, with all his little fucking passive-aggressive white person tricks, like not calling OSU, OSU, calling them Ohio. Oh, that there you go, Brady. A team that, that has basically been so deep in your ass for the better part of a decade, they're across the street still snatching their dick out your asshole, and you want to piss them off more. Because apparently getting rectal-rooted once a fucking season isn't enough. Now you want everybody in fucking the entire state to take a turn on your fucking battered-ass pink sock? Really? I mean, dude. And then how are you going to even fucking throw in state on this shit? State's played like their ass has been on fire and their hair's catching ever since D'Antonio showed up. They've had one fuck-up of a season, and arguably he's done the most with the least amount of talent of any fucking coach in college football since he's got here. You can't say that that's a team that just goes, man, good, that's good enough. No, I can say that's a coach that's a hell of a coach that does amazing things with very little. That's what I could say. What are you talking about? He's had the best recruiting classes in the state of Michigan for like the last 10 years. Okay, that's what are you talking about in the state yeah, of Michigan? But, but okay, but yeah, I, congratulations I back, on that one. I will back him up on this one, Chris. Like he doesn't have the recruiting classes that Alabama and fucking no, those, said, those Clemson has. If he did, I said the state of Michigan. I didn't no, say the country. You're absolutely well, I'm right. I'm saying the state of Michigan. That's like you you won the Peabody Award in like Little League. Good job. I mean, your competition that you put him up against was U of M. Meh. And then Western, Eastern. See, I should I should have known I should have known in the group chat when he sent that message that I'm done with all Michigan teams. This is a Michigan problem, not anything else. That I that I I'd have known he's gonna he's gonna ride this horse into the ground, hop off it, beat it until it's dust and bones. There's no point in trying to talk him out of this fucking path he's decided on. There is a hundred percent a way to talk me out of this. A hundred percent way. For us, show me, sh- for you, show me I'm wrong. You can't. Look, you want me to there- prove that something that is intangible and fantasiful and based in some sort of supernatural belief of yours that you have faith in? Go look up the definition of the word faith, and then I'll, I'll wait a second. Okay, that you have faith in. You want me to prove you wrong? That's like going to a Christian no. and saying, "Prove to me there's no God." Uh, no, I'm not saying prove to me there's no God. Show me stats. Show me. Somewhere where I'm wrong, that that Michigan teams have a killer mentality. Any of them. Go. I'll wait. I'm okay. sorry. What, Thank you very what much. The fuck, what the fuck has State done to OSU in the playoffs besides house them? Besides win? Michigan or Michigan State? State. Has never been in the playoffs. What Are you, are you, you high? He's, please be high because that's going to explain this entire conversation. <laughs> Otherwise, you got early onset Alzheimer's. Wait, Seriously. When, Google's your friend. I'm not going to do your fucking footwork for you. You made the fucking statement that state hasn't been in the playoffs. Both of us looked at you like you just grew an extra head. You need to fucking check your homework. And you don't recall like two goals. years ago, state playing Alabama? Doesn't ring a bell to you? Actually, no. What, what, what do you do, Chris? What do you do? <laughs> I know where it is. I mean, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make it drink. Yeah. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what else to say. I mean, if if oh, 
Oh, yeah. you, did, you did look it up? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they got a year. You're right, Rich. No talking to him. His mind is made up. Like I said, the minute I saw that message, I should have realized that. That this is going to be the the footballs. This is going to be the overarching story of his football season this year for Michigan, for any any football team in the state of Michigan. So I I guess we just strap in and enjoy the ride. <laughs> I, this is cool. this is this is his fourteen and two for two thousand eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk him out of it. And then when it, and then if he's proven wrong, he still wasn't proven wrong. He was right. It's the team that didn't perform, so that makes him right and them wrong. Guys, I'm not conspiring against you. I'm really not. I, I, you have no one to conspire with. I'm there's just no saying, I, I, I'm not doing it so that I could stand off from you guys. I'm really not. Uh, this is no, actually, this is back to the conversation of I'm a realist. Sadly, like the person who, who gets sucked in by Scientology, I know you really are genuine about this. That's the sad part. That you believe that there's some sort of supernatural barrier that the minute a football player comes into this state, oh my they God. just go, it's not a supernatural barrier. Oh, it's okay. called culture. Quicksand. Quick it's called culture. The culture of Michigan and uh, with sports is just—it's it, just a lot of meh. It's a lot of okay. See, this is this, this is the shit that I hear from Mike Valeni on our local sports talk. Yet somehow, when you bring this up about you know his home state teams, like the Bills, the Buffalo Sabers, the New York Islanders. The New York Rangers, the Mets, it's not the same all of a sudden. It's different for them. It's different because they'll go, yeah, but we got the Yankees and the Giants. Really? So you have five teams I named that that fucking gag on cock every fucking season and two teams who, let's be honest, how many World Series have the Yankees won in the last 15 years? One. And we already know how you feel about Eli Manning. He lucked in the two Super Bowl wins. He didn't win no Super Bowls. Cordon Iceman. Did you see him last week? I rest my case. Yes, because last week he played in a Super Bowl, didn't he? (laughs) So saying. Yeah, and did you see how bald you are now? That means you've never had hair. Mm Mm-hmm. That's dude, that's the equivalent of what you're saying. And I mean, this is I but it's it's you can't there's no talking to you. Dude, okay. Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, yeah? Yeah. Okay, and no matter who you put in front of him, he ain't never looked on Sunday like Eli Manning looked. You're going to, really? One game. You're going to use one game to judge a man's career. How about the whole last season, Chris? Where they finally, at the end of the season, okay, just sit down, Eli. Yeah, the point where the owner came out and said, uh, no, 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 that was a mistake. Get his ass back up off that bench. I pay him to be out there. Just like we talked about last week with Aaron Rodgers, when he was like, ow, my knee. The entirety of Green Bay went, yeah, that's nice. Pump him with whatever you got to pump him with. We just gave him $140 million. You're going out there and playing. We don't give a fuck if we have to do a knee a knee transplant at halftime. You're getting out there and playing. They live and they die by Eli Manning. Yeah, should they have probably drafted a back a, or a, a quarterback for the future to sit for a season or two behind him? Yes. Will I be the first to admit that if you say Eli Manning is entering the twilight of his career? Absolutely. The numbers are not in his favor. He is... he he, he de- at no point have I ever heard anyone compare his conditioning to, to, to someone of like Tom Brady. And I mean, just to 
call, as you put it, call a spade a spade, he doesn't have the football IQ of Peyton Manning, of his brother. If Peyton Manning's body didn't give out on him, he could probably still be out there. At least he might have had to have changed his game, but he could probably still be fucking playing. He might be a game manager. The dirty word of, uh, you know, that you <coughs> never say to NFL quarterbacks, but there's plenty of them that have won Super Bowls. And if you want to get right down to it, including Peyton Manning's last Super Bowl win, it's not like he went out there and set the world on fire in that game. I mean, look, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, you you say, oh, well, Michigan has a culture in their sports of meh. Really? So let's just look. Let's just let's just look at the last 20 years. Four Stanley Cup wins, five trips to the Stanley Cup. Okay. Two trips. There is a reason Detroit is called Hockey Town, USA. Two trips to the World Series, one NBA Finals win, two trips to the NBA Finals, six consecutive trips to the Eastern Conference Finals, and if you really want to get into it, not that I do, but three WNBA championships. I mean, if it was a culture problem in this state that half-ass is just fine, they wouldn't be putting up numbers like that. The only team who doesn't... Oh, and we're not even talking college. You got State who's gone to the playoffs twice since the playoffs were put in in, in... and 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 the Big Ten championship game have been there, I believe, three times since they implemented it. If we're talking 20 years ago, you got one national championship with Michigan, and you have State constantly in the mix when, if you get right down to it, looking at the recruiting class, just like you pointed out, the, the, the quality of recruits they get versus someone like Alabama, Clemson, SC, whatever, they shouldn't even fucking be in the, in the same conversation, but they are. And ladies and gentlemen whoever is still listening, make this note. Don't ever challenge Rich to do something. Rich, you proved me wrong, sir. No no sarcasm. Real talk. Holy shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, 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 just got my, I just I got my ass whipped verbally right there. <laughs> it's not a culture issue. I digress. Well, I mean, but we can't, huh? It, it is with it is with at least one team, and we've talked about it. So should we just jump into the nightmare that is the fucking 2018 Detroit Lions season and get this over with? Sure, why not? I can't wait till they go zero and five. That way we can just stop talking about them from the get go. Because it, 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 the the morons that come out of the woodwork, they're like they have a chance to make the playoffs, and I'm like, really? What have you seen this team show you? that even says they can sniff the playoffs this season. What has what has this team shown you that gives you that type of faith in this 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 squad out here? Because I haven't seen it. And no, if I'm, I'm going to admit it. I missed it too. Yeah. If I'm missing it, please point it out to me. Break it down. Tell a, tell a whatever straighter style, like, like you're Madden. Show it to me, please. Because I don't see it. Yeah, it's not on the Detroit Lions. I've seen nothing. From, from that team in the last two weeks that gives me any hope that this season's going to be any good. They are literally to this point of trying to make excuses as to what will turn this season around is, well, the whole reason that this team sucks is because Matt Patricia looks like a homeless person. What? Those, yeah, <laughs> those people should be sterilized. Yeah, and, the, and, and by the way, this is the most listened to sports show in the, in, in, in the Detroit area that, was, that has been pumping this ever since last week before even last Sunday. And I'm like, really? This is where we're at? We're attacking the head coach and his beard? Well, he's got a pencil 
behind his ear. Players don't respect that. What? <laughs> Let me tell you something. He could go out there butt booty naked with a ribbon wrapped around his dick and his balls fucking swinging free. And if they fucking won those first two games and pitched a shutout doing so. It was the ribbon. Exactly. You'd see a, <laughs> you'd see a, a, a lot of guys getting picked up for indecent exposure, walking around, growing their beard out with a backwards hat, a ribbon tied around their dick, and a fucking pencil stuck behind their ear. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is how much grasping at straws is being done here. Are you Even ready for the... Matt Casalera, because Stafford's going to get injured. The way our offensive line is going, but oh. he's he's not going to finish this season. The the best is the calls to already bring in Matt Castle. This season's over with. Stafford's our 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 x amount of million dollars man. Why would we risk him this season? We're not going to do anything. Sit him for the rest of the season. Start Castle. Those calls have already started. For and anybody I mean, who saw the end of that game, knows that that this. It's just them being them. It's they. It's who they are. They intercept it for a pick six, and they negate it by a holding penalty that had absolutely nothing to do with the play. Had absolutely, it was on the other side of the fucking field. Nothing to do with the play. Hello, that is the Detroit Lions. They do them every fucking week. I, I can't argue with that. This is this is sol. When Tony Dungy said it. Being from Detroit, that man knew exactly what he was talking about. This is SOL, same old Lions. Shoulder is to it. And, uh, you know, all, all signs pointed to this. Their preseason, how they played, and how they looked during the preseason. The fact that, once again, you have a rookie GM bringing in a rookie defensive coordinator to be a head coach, or a defensive coordinator to be a rookie head coach. I mean,. How is this not Millen and Marinelli all over again? I'm just waiting for fucking Patricia to get up there talking about we got some big, strong men and good pad level. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, what, what do we got? The next three, four drafts here in Detroit, we get to look forward to them taking wide receivers with all their first-round picks? Because that's, that's the other battle cry. Stafford has no weapons. Let me tell you about how Stafford has no weapons. No. Eric Ebron went to in Indianapolis. In his first two games, he has two touchdowns. Where the fuck was that when he was here? Did he even have consecutive games with touchdowns in his entire career here in Detroit? I don't remember it if he did. But I can damn sure tell you I remember every fucking drop because that's all they talked about Monday for the first hour on every fucking sports st- show here in Detroit. That really? This is our tight end? This is our version of Gronk? Really? I mean, it's just you know, the one thing Mike Valeni said here in Detroit this week that I, that I absolutely agree with, I feel sorry for Lions fans. This is a horrible fucking product. Absolutely horrible. And it has been for a long time. And the people that could do something about it just seem not to care as long as those checks are, are still still being cashed. But you know yeah, that's 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 what I always say. You know, most teams like with Aaron Rodgers, you know, Tom Brady, when it when it gets close and it's like, oh shit, we might be able to have a chance to win. They they go out there hundred percent, rally the team. The team rallies around them. The camaraderie is just flowing. And they go and they win. The Lions are like, oh shit, we might win. Give me a pass interference call, quick. I don't. This can't happen. You know, to be honest with you, I remember watching a documentary that, ironically, came out, I believe, either right before the 2004 baseball season or during the 2004 baseball season. That was about. It was. It was literally called when it first aired on HBO, 
the curse of the Bambino, the story of the Detroit, or Detroit, mm-mm, the story of the Boston Red Sox. And, you know, they said, is it a curse? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And multiple people said, no, it's just the fact that when you fail for so long, even when you're having a good game, even when it looks like you're going to make that comeback, in the back of your mind, that nagging little thing goes, but we haven't won in X amount of years. And this is right here is the perfect time for something to fuck up. And then it does every single time. And then the Red Sox went on, looked to be like just swept out of the playoffs by the Yankees yet again, came back, beat them in seven, and then swept the fucking Cardinals and won the World Series. And they reshot the end of that fucking documentary and put it out that winter. And it was called Reverse the Curse of the Bambino. And you know the one thing they said when they talked to all those players? And you can even look up the 30 for 30, four days in October. Is those players called themselves idiots. And you know why they called themselves idiots? Because we're too stupid to know what the fuck happened in the past. We don't care about history. We know what we can do right now. We're too stupid to think we're going to lose. We're dumb enough to think we're going to win. And they did. And I think, honestly, that's what you fucking need here in Detroit. You need a bunch of fucking idiots from the top down in that organization. People who do not give a single fuck about, this is where the bullshit call comes. This is where the turnover comes. This is where the fumble comes. This is the fucking, the pick six, the whatever the fuck. Everything that could historically go wrong, they're not waiting for because they don't care about it because they don't even fucking think about football history when it comes to the Lions. I don't see any other way out of this, man. And if you listen to all the sports people in Detroit, they all, oh, I mean, you got Mitch Album talking to, to, to Lions fans like they're children saying, how dare you boo these players? And it's like, uh, yeah, as much as I paid for these seats and this is this is the effort they give, you damn right, but I'm going to boo them. Give a fuck. I paid Free for the fucking seat. I will shitty team they deserve to be booed especially i mean the opening game was such an embarrassment fuck yeah they deserve to be booed you know you have fuck off mitch you know you have eli zarrett saying you know people are blaming the fords and it's always the fords and the ownership well the fords don't get out there and play yeah but the fords hire the people that make the decisions from the top down they hire the gm who hires the head coach who decides what players he wants who decides his coaching staff who can't get the fucking job done for 60 fucking one years now. 61 fucking years. They, I, I, before the Super Bowl fucking era started is the last time they won anything as far as a championship. It is ridiculous. It is a, that makes the White, uh, the White Sox, the Red Sox, and the, and, the, and, and the Cubs streak, I mean, j- just through pure fuckery, they should have ended up at least in a Super Bowl. I mean, they, 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 it's... Every, it's pretty bad that Eli Manning's won two and we ain't even been to one. I mean, every fucking reason fans look for is shit upon by the so-called sports experts in this fucking town. And yet when you ask them, why does this keep happening? They just shrug and throw their hands in there and go, it's the Lions. Well, then thank you for adding to the problem. If you, Helping or hurting. Ask yourself that before you open that fucking cock washer under your nose. How about that? Everybody knows how I feel about the Lions going forward. I made that very clear last podcast. My wife, on the other hand, is going to continue to follow him and continue to cheer for him. Do you know why? Because she looks she looks good in blue. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. It is the most it is the most uh, female reason to root for a team right there. Or I like Lions. I like them better than yeah. Bears, and I don't even know what a Packer is. <laughs> and, yeah. and Vikings, or he's cute. 
That's why yeah. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> I, the whole reason my ex-wife rooted for the Lions when uh, uh, not not Rod Marinelli, but uh, oh fuck, he's on the NFL Network now. Those are pregame shit. Mariucci. Yes, Steve Mariucci came. But he's got pretty blue eyes. I'm like, that's the reason you're rooting for the Lions? Really? Okay. I mean, I whatever. But no, man, it's 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 just fucking it's ridiculous. I mean, dude, once just like just like state going out to 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 Arizona, none of the fucking none of historically nothing was pointing for, at, towards a win for him. Nothing was pointing towards a win for him with the 49ers. Except for the fact that they had to win that game. And now they're sitting here 0-2. And, and I don't give a shit what the fucking Kool-Aid drinkers, what the fucking slappies, and what, and, and, and the butterfuckers are, say. They got, what, a, an 8% chance of making the playoffs? That's, that's, if you go 0-2, that's your percentage of chance of making the playoffs in this league. Sure. Let me rush out to fucking Vegas and put money on that. It's done. It's over with. Season's over with. That's all there is to it. And... Uh, you think you're gonna fucking you're gonna do something against the Patriots? Or what? Seventeen and one after double digit yeah. losses? We're gonna get raped. That's what we're gonna get. They're gonna get reminded, and I say they, I mean Matt Patricia and his GM are gonna get reminded what the Patriot way really is. <laughs> Patriot way is a foot in your ass. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be bad. Yeah. Grass is greener over there, huh, Matt? Come here. It's gonna be. Let me show you the fertilizer. Shut out bad. But see, that is exactly the type of this shit stops right now that I've never seen with the Lions. The Patriots have that. They went down there to Jacksonville. Jacksonville got their revenge for the AFC game last year. The Patriots went, that's nice. We're going to be in the AFC championship game again this year. Can you say the same? Enjoy your little fucking victory now. Because this shit stops right now. We're going into Detroit on, on Sunday night, and we're just killing everybody. We might we, we might actually assault them on national TV. We might drag Matt Patricia to the fifty yard line and draw and quarter him right there if we fucking feel like it. Patriots would be like, "You ever seen Oz?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so. I, but the, I, that's what I said last show, Rich. That Lions have never, will never. I don't know why. And I pray to God someday they prove me wrong. They don't have a killer instinct. They don't have win at all costs. If I have to throw every helmet on the field to win, that's what we're going to do. If the ball boy needs to get some pads and the water boy needs to come in, then that's what we're doing. You know what the saddest part of, of last Sunday was watching the Lions? Listening to your boy sit there and try to defend them as the, as the color commentary guy. Yeah, that's my man. <laughs> that, listen that's to, when oh. listen, listen to Spielman try to try to spin some positivity out of that game, and I was like, "Dude, just stop! You're too good for that, man. You were a fucking savage on the field. You were a fucking soldier, a fucking marine out there. If it took a leg to win, you were willing to give a leg. If it was going to take your fucking life, you're willing to give your life to win that game. It took his neck. I mean, don't lie to you, a Spielman. We all have eyes. We see what's going on." <sighs> And she, well, you think he's vying for a head coach position? <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, he does all their preseason games. I mean, he's got, he's connected to the to the to the franchise. We already know. See, here's something that if you're not a, if you're not from the Detroit area, this is how fucked up the Lions are. The Lions know that they're a shit franchise, and they know this because they used to be on 97.1 FM with their games. There's an on-air personality here in Detroit, Mike Valeni, who did nothing but and does nothing but talk shit about the Lions. When their contract was up with 97.1, the Lions went to that fucking radio station and said, we'll resign with you, but you got to reel in Mike Valenti. He can't say this shit about the Lions. It's going to be our flagship station. And they went, he's the highest rated person in his fucking time slot, period. Afternoon drive. We're not reeling anything. Now the Lions are on AM radio. <laughs> they went to AM radio in the 21st century versus... <laughs> Trying to actually put a good product on the field. That's that's how stupid this franchise is. I don't, you know what, though? We say top-down leadership. We say culture, all this shit. Maybe it's just bad timing. Because you got me thinking with Chris Spielman. He was one of the baddest fucking linebackers ever in the backfield there. And then we had Indomitian Sue, and that whole defense was just balling. Like the most feared defense at that point. And then, you, you know, you had... Barry Sanders back then, you know, I mean, just arguably the best ever. But you never had them all at once. But you never had them all at the same time. No, it's that serendipity that happens. Dude, that's, that, do you, it was wise decisions and dumb luck that Tampa Bay's defense, the people on Tampa Bay's defense, all were there at the same time. Same with the fucking Ravens. Yeah, see, but the, and, and those type of teams... I don't care who you root for. You can name multiple players off those teams. The 85 Bears, the the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, the Ravens in 2000. Just those types of defenses, everybody can name everybody, almost everybody on those starting defenses. Well, then you know what that means? If Detroit wants to win, they better go out and draft every defensive player that the University of Miami is putting up. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just just call up Ed Reed and fucking and be like, is your son playing yet? <laughs> Kiwi? Can we take him? What how tall yeah. is he? <laughs> What's his 40 time? <laughs> What's his vertical? Like <laughs> while we're talking about Tampa, how about them Bucks, Rich? I uh, they got one more week. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm like uh 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 Halle Berry and uh, Monsters Ball. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> make me feel good. Yeah, make me feel good. Yeah, that's. I'm just okay because I know that the other shoes coming off. But first of all, the fact that they're saying there's no quarterback controversy tells me there's a quarterback controversy. Period. The problem is they've already picked up Winston's extension. They can't drop him in the middle of the season without taking a fucking hit. And they'd be stupid to with. Fitz, with with Fitz Magic's uh, track record, because he's done this before. This is nothing new for him. He's come out playing gangbusters and then just fucking came back down to earth with a just thundering crash. Well, I don't know, man. They well, they got three quarterbacks now. They got Jameis Winston, Fitzpatrick, and Connor McGregor. That's <laughs> <laughs> dude. I swear to God, I thought he came out. Connor McGregor came out to give a fucking after game speech i was like what is he doing there well i'm gonna tell you like, what I, i'm not shocked at all that deshaun jackson's fucking sticking up for fitz magic because he's revived this, his whole fucking 
career. It's the first time that he's actually done something in Tampa since he got traded. I remember when Tampa picked him up. And Chris was like, that's nice. If this was five years ago. Welcome back to five years ago, Maybe ten. Is this 2010? (laughs) Well, they picked him up in what? 2016? So it's his third, third season in Tampa, I believe. So it was about five, six years when you when you said it. You had it right the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know." Wait, we, we <laughs> we're the Detroit Lions South. This is where either we're the we're the we're the state fair. You're either you're here on your way up or you're here on your way down. There's no yeah. <laughs> there's 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 no in between. But, but you know. yeah, Fitzmagic didn't he do this before in like 2015? Yeah. On the same team? I believe so. <laughs> I called that last show, guys. I told you the, it's the circle that is Fitzpatrick. Then the Jets threw a bunch of money at him, and he sucked it up hard. <laughs> Did you guys see that, that meme with the wheel? It's like coming to fruition. Yeah, the, 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 the life cycle of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Coming for somebody injured, play out of your mind, get a whole bunch of money. Play like shit, okay. get released, start all over. Yeah, he gets released, gets signed as a backup, starter gets injured, and he's thrown into the game, plays very well, earns a starting spot, gets paid, sucks, gets released, gets signed as a backup, starter gets hurt. <laughs> uh, that's It's really come to fruition. I, I, I thought it was a cruel joke at first, but now it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Rich, if I were you, I would enjoy it because... Tampa's got no run game. No, it's, no, been it's all in the air. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and dude, his fucking completion percentage is ungodly. There's no way he could keep this pace up. He's at seventy-eight percent completion. That is that has to, if he if he ends the season if he plays all sixteen games and ends the season with that completion percentage that has to be a fucking record. Like it's just I. I don't say, dude, he's got 800 yards in two games. Rich, what if this is a revival of your team? Okay, first of all, one, no running game. <laughs> two, where, is there a defense here? Is, all, is, all, is, all I'm is, saying is, is it's not like they don't have tape on Fitzpatrick, Hoss, and he's doing this. No, that's that's true. But at the same time, you can't get you can't get into a shootout and expect to win the Super Bowl. You can't get into a shootout every game and expect to win the Super Bowl. You have to have a defense that's going to fucking stop some shit. You have to fucking keep other player the team's best offensive players on the bench. You can't do that throwing bombs. Yeah, that's nice for your fucking fantasy stats, but that's not going to win you championships. And I mean, yeah. the, how, what team has been this one-dimensional who's actually done anything? Seriously, where the defense is just like, eh, and the running game's like, oh, please. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, exactly. No one well, else can come up with one. And come with that offense and say the uh, Colts under Manning. Yeah, but I was going to say that, too, but they had they had a run game. Exactly. Edgar and James was they not had a run Reggie game. Wayne. Stop it. They had Dwight. They had Dwight Freeney. No, in two thousand six, when they went on to win the Super Bowl, halfway through that season, Dungy was given a press conference and he called the defense. He said they played soft, and that defense took that to heart. And that defense played not soft the rest of the fucking season. I mean, think Mathis back. is a bad man. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
I mean, think back to that Super Bowl. I mean, that, that, that defense stepped up. And that's not that wasn't a team known for their defense. No, I mean, don't get it, don't get me don't get it wrong. If Tampa comes out and starts fucking and the defense starts playing like they're aware that they're in a football game and through some miracle they develop a competent running game to where they can chew clock and keep the other team's offense on the bench and give their defense a rest. Because that's going to catch up with that defense as the season wears on. You can't just fucking constantly, boom, 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 defense back in. Boom, 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 defense back in. That'll wear those guys out. We saw that with the Lions. We saw that with the Lions. The best connection ever, was well, not ever, but at at that point in time, was Matt Stafford to Calvin Johnson. And you couldn't stop it. You wanted to. You tried real hard. It just mm -mm, couldn't do it. And it looked great, and everybody cheered, and oh my God, look how great that is. And then all of a sudden you realize, yeah, but your defense is on the field for 90% of the game. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's just, it's... What Lions offense was this? Did I miss a year? Yeah, this was uh, 2012, 2011, though. No. no, it was 2011, wasn't it? That's when they, when they, when they set the fucking... Yeah. The record? Mm-hmm. For... When, when Calvin Johnson uh, actually became Megatron? Hold on, because I remember <laughs> I remember going down to visit my family in 2012, and uh, no, it was 2000. It was 2012. That's when, yeah, he had almost 2,000 yards receiving. But 2011, he had 16 touchdowns. No, so, not, yeah. no, no. What no, I'm, I'm not what talking I, about Megatron. I'm talking about what season was this where this Lions offense was so fast? They had no. They've never had a running game when when they had fucking Calvin Johnson. Right. All they had was a fucking air game. So, yeah, 2011, fuck yeah. And that doesn't give your, de- chance, your defense a chance to rest. That's what I was saying. You, you were saying that Fitzpatrick and Tampa can't keep this up. No, we tried that experiment with Detroit. Yeah, you could bomb it to Calvin. Yeah, he could catch it. Nobody can defend him. But then your defense has to go out there and try to stop the other offense. That's not a good, successful uh-huh. thing to happen. Also, assuming Tampa Bay has a receiver like Calvin Johnson... Which yeah, d- yeah, they do not. Yeah, d- D-Jack ain't going to do it, not all season. I, that's the other thing. You're talking about two very long-in-the-fucking-tooth players that are doing the, the, the lion's share of lifting, no pun intended, with this, ah. with, this with this Bucks team at the moment. I mean, that's – I just I, – I don't see this – being sustainable. I just don't. Yeah, so, but it's fun to watch right now. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. And I'm totally enjoying it because, I mean, wait, okay. <laughs> wait is it going to be Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, Jaquiz Rogers, or Sean Wilson to step up and take the reins of that running game? By the way, who, who, you got to be kidding me with Jaquiz. And who, really? Yeah, I didn't even know Jaquiz was still in the league. Would you feel more confident if the muscle hamster was back there? No. Okay. I mean, and... Yeah, I, that's working out well for Oakland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike Evans, Adam Humphreys, Deshaun Jackson, K. Okay. Well, I mean, Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, if, if Deshaun Jackson can't keep it up, good for him. See you later. Thanks for playing. But Mike Evans is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, Megatron, maybe not, not close. But he's damn good. I'm just saying, man. Like, it, I'd be happy to be wrong. Believe me, if they're in the playoffs, I'm gonna enjoy that. I want, I want to see that movie. 
I'm going to enjoy that. All I'm I'm saying, Rich, is don't be the guy from fucking Major League going, well, they're going to blow it. They're going to blow in the playoffs. They will. (laughs) No, I'm not even waiting for the playoffs. They're going to blow it. That's just all there is to it. (laughs) Sorry. Who's your tight end safety valve? Cameron Bray? Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? You don't believe in OJ the Juice Howard? (laughs) God. No. (laughs) Uh, It's, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just enjoying it. I I do have Gerald McCoy still, so, I mean, there is something. You know, and on paper, that's a bad boy, but in reality, I think he's just too fucking nice. Seriously, I'm I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I that hard knocks was it last season? The interviews I've seen with him, he's a nice guy, but he ain't mean. He ain't fucking sociopathic on the field. And I mean, I that's yeah. the one thing I, I no matter where he goes, I absolutely loved about Indomitian Sue. That motherfucker didn't care. He just didn't care. Stomp on you, kick you. Yeah, I mean, run back yeah. just to run over you. That's. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, 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 it it's, it's not going to be that great of a look. You know, it's going to give a bunch of the haters plenty of shit to fucking write about. But that's what you want out there. You don't exactly. want someone go go up and tell him how wrong he is to his face. I fucking dare you, especially if he's in pads. Do it. God, do it. <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, whatever. Uh, it, it it just you know I had I had I had a buddy tell me he goes, you know, they got a guy with the last name Whitehead on the Bucks, so you could get a jersey with your name on it. Yep, Tahir used to be on the lines. That's Jordan Whitehead, but close. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, no, Tahir's in Houston, ain't he? Oh, I don't know. He ain't on the Lions no more. But I'm like, yeah, that's nice, but I don't want to be that guy. That's <laughs> the guy that wears his own band's shirt on stage. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bucks, I, I don't know. I'm enjoying the ride. I don't really fucking think this is going to be kept up all season. But, I'll, hey, I'll take this. At the same time, it's just like, wait, what? That's where my word, what the fuckings. That's where that comes in. That's what the fuckings happened there. What's going on? No idea. I just hear fair warning, Tampa. Take a look at Kansas City. Six and zero start. All of a sudden, six and six. Oh, uh, that's they don't have Alex Smith this year to do that to him. <laughs> Alex Smith, how's Washington going, buddy? Same as it went for Kirk Cousins. He doesn't have anyone to throw to. Jameson Crowder, <laughs> he had one great season. Josh Dotson, <laughs> the. The the leading uh, receiver on that team right now is a running back. It's Chris Thompson. Alex Smith has the same problems Kurt Cousin had. There is nobody to throw the ball to. You know what's funny is when he had somebody to throw the ball to, he isn't doing near as well as Patrick Mahomes is. Ten touchdowns in the first two games? Come on, son. Yeah, but I defer to our last conversation. That, he ain't going to keep that shit up. There's no way in hell Mahomes is going to hey, keep that shit hey, up. Hey, now calm that down right quick. Because Deshaun uh, Watson and Houston did it. He kept it up until he fucking popped his Achilles in practice, dumbass. Uh, Jared Goff 
kept it up all season. And no, he didn't. Hey. No way. Not not at the pace that Mahomes is at. Absolutely not. Well, not at the same pace, but I mean, he still played outside his mind. You look at him going, "Oh, it's the Rams and that quarterback." Yeah, that's and golf. Gonna, and then all golf ain't shit. Golf hands off to Todd Gurley. Goff's numbers are very pedestrian. Nah. I mean, eh. I proved it to you last season. I proved it to you right now. When you hand the ball off to Todd Gurley, you ain't going to have the numbers that aren't that great. Well, hold Your on game a second. plan pretty much hand the ball off. Like, I understand you guys want to jump to the rest of the games, but there is, there is a question I, 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 I wanted to pose to you guys that somewhat involves the Buccaneers, but it's only because they played these teams. Is there just a chance that this season's Saints and Eagle squad isn't as good as we fucking gave them credit for before the seasons began? I, I mean, could, I this, think, could this just be a case of the Bucks running into two teams who just aren't as good as everyone thought they'd be? I, I think it's the Super Bowl hangover for the Eagles. Honestly, that's what I Eagles, see. Eagles backfield is suspect. And again, who are we throwing the ball to? Alshon Jeffrey's injured. So who's your top receiver in Philly? Uh, exactly. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I was going to say. Slagalor, Aguilar, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Well, I mean, but hey, let's let's just get let's just get right into the meat of it. Bucks do have Steelers coming up, and Steelers look like there's a bunch of fucking problems behind the oh, scenes. Oh yeah, this isn't this isn't going to be a test for the Bucks. Yeah, called number twenty six, number eighty four. I mean, this seems to be an issue that isn't going to take care of itself anytime soon. I mean, you have, first of all, when Bell said, I'm not coming to camp and I'm not playing until I have to, his offensive line shit on him. That's not good. That's just all there is to it. Antonio Brown was one of the few people who vocally supported him. Now Antonio, people are, you know, someone hops on Twitter and makes a comment about well, the only reason Antonio Brown has the numbers he does is because Big Ben's throwing to him. And his response is, trade me and let's find out. And doesn't show up to practice. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't show up on Monday. Issues. I think I mean, Tomlin's lost his team, man. Yeah, he's losing his grip, I'm telling you. I was just going to say that. Well, I mean, here's, this doesn't bode well for, in my mind, because of who Brown's agent is and the stunts that his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, has pulled in the past. This doesn't bode well for him in Philly. According to a source from ESPN, Brown and Rosenhaus left the stadium quick, fast, and in a hurry Sunday. Oh, let's not talk about that. We'll get to that. And basically, Antonio Brown was seen being very animated, talking to Rosenhaus, making, you know, you know, grandiose hand gestures and, and, and through his body language it was reported by multiple sources that's not what a happy man does you know then you go to Tom Pelerio I guess that's how you pronounce his name sure that works and he's reporting that Brown hasn't that Tomlin says Brown hasn't asked to be traded which okay he made a smart-ass comment in response to a smart-ass comment on Twitter. But, I mean, you know, now, now Rosenhaus comes out and says the tweet yesterday was not in reference to anything other than Antonio responding to a person he knows. It was not directed towards a trade or wanting to be traded. Any idea he was asking for a trade is not accurate. We've all been sports fans long enough to know when the GM comes out and says we have all the faith in the world and our fucking head coach, that usually doesn't... <laughs> 
They, they, he's already said, step into my office. Oh, yeah. Hope they like Juju Smith-Schuster. James Conner. <laughs> I, you can say all you want about James Conner has been performing well, but let's be honest. I think Pittsburgh's 2-0 and if, if Le'Veon Bell plays these last two games. He's oh, a special yeah. player. He's been the best running back in the league since he has been in the league. Antonio okay. Brown. He's had maybe one... And, and and let's get and let's not get it twisted. A so-so year for Antonio Brown is a dynamite year for anybody else. He's had one so-so year, and he's been the best receiver in the league his whole career. Like, it, what what's going on at Pittsburgh? They're driving. Do they, do they just not want to pay their people? Right, that's what it looks like. It looks like they're shutting down and rebuilding when they didn't need to. All they needed was a quarterback. Is this a case of them trying to 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 be New England? And be like, yeah, well, you know what? We're not going to give you all the money you want. We're not going to do that. And it's just for whatever reason, they don't have this like omerta surrounding them that New England does. I mean, remember last year when that story, I think it was through Yahoo, when that story came out about New England, that shook up fucking the NFL for, you know, weeks. Because you don't hear stories like that out of New England. Like, well, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's literally like the mafia. What happens there stays there. This right. is. The two best skill players coming out and basically shitting all over this team, and they don't care what anyone fucking on that team has to say about them. Which tells me that Tomlin wrong in the state of Denmark. <laughs> Tomlin might not have lost that entire team, but he lost the guys who mattered. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, he, he, here's your two superstars, and they're salty as fuck. So, what's going on here? Well, we have a lot of discussions, disagreements, and arguments, but I think we can all, unfortunately, fortunately, pick your vernacular, agree that Tom Brady is the GOAT, and he doesn't make near what the top quarterbacks are getting paid now. Uh, he, he, he does on the back end. He doesn't in guaranteed money. His is, it's all in incentives. Right. And let's be honest, as rich as he is, He's married to someone richer than him. Well, I understand I mean, that, but he's the greatest of all fucking time. I know, and, I dude. And, and people are like, you know, the, the Patriots are like, and but part we don't of his, need you. <laughs> part of his part of his greatness is the fact that he's willing to restructure his contract as much as he is. As totally as agree. Is, totally to get, agree. To get or keep the players they need to be there. And and not for nothing, who's not tripping over themselves to play one last time with Tom Brady before he leaves? Oh, can you imagine Tom Brady thrown to Antonio Brown? Well, apparently he's going to be throwing to Josh Gordon if Josh Gordon. He is throwing off. to Josh Gordon. Thank you. That's where I was going. If he could, <laughs> if he could stay off the hippie lettuce. I'm just saying. I mean, I, and that man, I just got to go back to. I just got to go back to, to to this season of Hard Knocks when. Uh, Oh, what is it? Hugh Jackson. Jackson, thank you. Brown's head coach was like, I'll give you a mulligan if you're honest with me. But if you bullshit me, I'll bounce your ass out of here. I don't care who you yeah. are. Yep. <laughs> he, he meant that shit. And he didn't care who it was. Later for you, Gordon. Have a nice one. I mean, one missed meeting and that's 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 the end result. Which means he went in there with some bullshit. Which means Hugh Jackson was like the cops and your girlfriend. They already knew the truth. They wanted to see if you lie to him. <laughs> you know, so when they started asking questions, Gordon was like, uh, well, you see what had happened was, and he was like, nah, the fuck came out. In, came in with the shaggy defense. It wasn't me. Caught him on the counter. <laughs> caught him in the 
sofa. <laughs> it wasn't me. Well, it's, it's the one arm man. <laughs> he he went from the Browns to the Patriots. I think it worked out for old Josh Gordon. Yeah, that's we'll, and see. Now, well. Now the question is: Is this Randy Moss part two out there? Exactly. Is this, is this a is this a historically problem player who is going to go out there and because of you are now in New England and you will fucking act accordingly. He'll actually write the ship and keep his fucking nose clean. We, and, you know, he is, he is fucking deadly when he plays. Look at his oh, stats. He, he is the shit. I, there's no doubt about it. When he wants to be, you can't guard him. And who the fuck is the best quarterback that's thrown to him? Saying. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Pick this one of the 25 or 28, however many they have. I think, honestly, in his career, he's had like seven or eight of them start in games he played in. Johnny Manziel, best he ever had thrown him. <laughs> and that, and, yep, he's one of them. Money Manziel. And that fucking tells you something. Now he's got Brady throwing to him. As long as he can fucking understand that offense, if he can understand that system, and he can fucking play that system and keep his ego in check, <sighs> the rich get richer in New England. I'm saying... And I, if you he, know what? Do, do we know uh, if he's playing this week? I uh, don't know. Yeah, Here's, it's still too early, I believe. Okay. Here is Rich's fantasy football suggestion for the week. Anybody that you can pick up from New England, <laughs> do so. And start them all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Kicker, defense, Gronk, it, 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 it does not fucking matter it, it, nope. it is it is going to be ugly all right james white's gonna look like the second coming of bell this 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 sunday night all right it's 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 going to be ugly it's it's the now patriots versus the former patriots like eric blunt sorry about your luck bro just play it like you're injured and keep off the field yeah I, that that was the last place I figured he'd end up. Honestly, I, I didn't think he'd end up in New England because New England has, I mean, besides Randy Moss, what guy who's of questionable character has New England picked up that quick? I mean, that tells me there must have been some a phone call, a meeting, or something. Oh, I don't know, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> that was a draft pick. That's a different. Story. I know it was. <laughs> I mean, this is this is he has an established history of fucking up in the league. So there must have been a phone call, a meeting, or something where something he said something, and and Belichick and Kraft and Brady was like, "Okay, uh, Josh, want to step out of the room for a sec? So we all on the same page? Yeah. Okay, come on in. How'd you like to play for New England Patriots? Well, yeah. You know what they did? They looked at their depth chart because receivers a shit show in New England right now. Yeah, but once again, Brady does have a habit of making. Oh, Superstars just, out of absolutely nobody. Yeah, but Edelman's exactly. suspended. Who's number one? Chris Hogan, and then what? Philip Dorsett, and exactly, right? Amendola got traded because he's just the bomb biggity. You can't yeah. always throw to Gronk. Exactly. You know that help. You know that help. My fantasy football team went shit. Yeah, I. But and who I, knows if they win that game in Jacksonville? Who knows if they make this trade? Well, that's true too. I think they would have. Hey, but you know what, though? You know who Brady isn't throwing to? Davis. Well, hold on. You guys on a hear sec. that story? Hold on a sec. Before we move on from this, what did the Browns get from New England? A bag of footballs. Whole bag. A because whole bag. 
the initial story was they're going to cut him. Then it was he's to be traded. And then it was they weren't going to trade him to any team in the AFC. And where does he go? The team. In the AFC. <laughs> I mean, it's like... They gave New England gave a fifth round pick to the Browns in exchange for Gordon. If Gordon <laughs> isn't active for ten games, the Patriots receive a late round pick back from the Browns. I mean, that's why I thought I, I I'm not even joking. The way the fucking the way the Rams are acting, they're collecting players like we got to win now. I thought maybe he'd end up on the Rams. I thought for sure. I thought this is a long shot, but I was like, I, he might even end up on the fucking Bucks if they maybe. If, like I, I was like, they could, they might convince themselves they're for real. Hey, the the new and improved uh, Patriots over there with Jimmy G go over to San Fran. He needs somebody. I mean, there was. That's what. That's what I don't. It's like the Khalil Mack trade. You're telling me that the word was going through the league that the Raiders were willing to trade him to the NFC North for nothing, and the, and the Lions didn't immediately send out every single fucking stripper that works eight mile <laughs> out there to blow him, suck his fucking toes, tongue his asshole, do whatever he wants and get him to come here. That's no, <laughs> no, no. He goes to the bears for nothing. You got a hall of fame player for two first round picks. And I mean, let's be honest. If you're looking at Detroit's history with first round picks, most likely they weren't going to do shit with them anyways. So I, yeah. that's what I'm like, it just, it didn't make any sense. So that's why I'm like, what did they get? And if they got a fifth round pick, yep, that's it. Yep. Robert Kraft must, do you think that the owners take trips to Thailand and he's the only one that doesn't fuck little children, but he takes <laughs> pictures of all the other owners? Cause that, I don't know how sometimes they get away with this shit. <laughs> like to gamble because the one thing we aren't talking about here is in two months, Josh Gordon could be out of football. Like, that's the other part of this. He can either end up being Randy Moss, second coming, or he could be working at Trader Joe's in two fucking months. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Joseph Randall and shit. Yeah. <laughs> with Maz driving by him. How like, you doing? That's, just, that's, just, that's the thing with Josh Gordon. There's so many... This story can end so many ways. No, I got you. That's that's true. I mean, I guess I didn't think about it that way. It's just, and it, to be honest with you, if you're going to if you're going to go to a team that you have to absolutely walk the line with, send me to New England because I know if I walk the line, I have a better than average shot of putting a fucking ring on my finger. You know, you send me to fucking Tampa, I'm hitting the strip clubs and fucking getting me some of that. You know. Yeah, give me that 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 chunk of cocaine that's as big as my fist. Yeah, when you when you when you break off a piece, it's all scaly and pink inside, and you can't feel your face the minute you fucking inhale it. Yeah, that's what I want. The so, part where you bite it first, sniff it later. That one. Yeah, give it. I mean, so yeah, I, yeah. And L.A. Not like there wouldn't be temptation out there. New England. Hope you like clam chowder, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go crab fishing. <laughs> Say hello to the nor'easters. Oh, so all right, and uh, uh, I only bring this up because he's done fairly well his first two games, and he's out for now two, three weeks. Joe Mixon was looking like he was going to revive his career. 
No, not anymore. Now they're going to go in and clean up his knee. He's supposedly going to be back in a couple of weeks. Like they 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 allegedly already did it. They did it on Saturday, and he's already recovering. Well, but I he's, mean, he's probably out for at least a month. He's probably we probably won't see him again until October. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was like you know the. I don't want to say lone bright spot, but a bright spot for the Bengals. And, yep, <laughs> you forgot you're the Bengals, didn't you? Let's, let, let the universe remind you real quick. I, they do have A.J. Green, but it's, Mixon's job will be safe because Giovanni Bernard's had that starting gig in Cincinnati for, like, the last four or five years, and he ain't done shit with it. Yeah, but when he's a spot starter just to fill in for injuries, he's actually done all right if you can, you for all purpose yards. I mean, he can catch the ball and he can run it a little bit. I mean, he's he's definitely not an uh, you know an every down back. He's not a fucking de facto number one running back. But I mean, you know, he's serviceable for a couple weeks. Yeah. But it's just like eh, I don't know. I, it it's just like I, it's strange because obviously I picked the Ravens, and then uh, apparently this year. Just listen to Ice. Don't listen to nobody else on this podcast when it comes time for picks. So Not I, this I week. <laughs> yeah. Last week, I, I sucked it up. I was like, what the fuckings? That's not what I said. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> the Dolphins made what, the Jets What do you mean the Dolphins like can the swim Jets. fast? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Fitzpatrick just t- toppled over Eagles? How did that happen? Well, I mean, the one game I do want to talk about and make sure we get to is, uh, is this going to be the season that one game every week ends in a tie? I know, right? How you doing, Vikings? Like, seriously, nobody wanted to win that game, huh? No. Well, there you go. So so who's the powerhouse in the NFC North now? Nobody knows. Minnesota. I'm telling you. Still sticking with Minnesota? It's going to be Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Dude, Diggs and Thielen, you can't double cover them both. Yeah, and the Bears, it's not like they beat anybody. They just beat the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I want to know? And I, I alluded to this just a minute ago. How bad does your team have to be for your tight end to go, you know what, fuck it, I just I flat out quit. Halfway through the game. Yeah, the shoot, Vontae <laughs> Davis. See you. Yeah, Vontae Davis. See you later. Halftime at Buffalo. See you. Now he was saying that he couldn't physically, like, he he couldn't physically do it anymore. Like, really? You you could you didn't have thirty more minutes in you. I mean, you trust stand me. there. You're on your team for thirty minutes. I have trust to me. say, I like I I give him style points. <laughs> Am I the only one who wanted to hear what Vernon Davis had to say about this? Like, has he released a statement or made a statement about this? Because it's his brother. Yeah, I haven't heard shit from him. I mean, and wasn't Vernon Davis a problem child out there for uh, Singletary? He was actually problem and he child. Was a hell of a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Singletary constant can't win with him. Can't do it. That's why he sent him in the shower in the middle of the game. Won't win with him. <laughs> can't win with him. <laughs> I mean, you got one brother sent to the shower at halftime. The other brother retired at halftime. I'll quit. So see ya. Yeah, if, if 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 I'm at the Davis household for Thanksgiving and halftime comes, I'm leaving. Bad <laughs> shit just has to happen at halftime <laughs> to that family. I mean, like, it, 
Al-Qaeda strikes and only hits the Davis house. It's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm glad I got out of there. Shit. Nathan oh. comes in. Come on, man. It's time to go back out. I need you. Nah, man. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. But I don't. All right, man. We'll see you tomorrow. No, no. I can't do it tomorrow either. I quit. I retired. I mean, here's the thing. He released a statement and all. Like, that's. I've never heard of that. Like, I've I heard never someone's, have either. I've heard of someone's career ending at halftime because, well, they're done physically. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were injured. That's it. But, but I mean, he was about cheered on their team. Yeah, he went. He went to the locker room. Was like, "Am I got a pen and paper? I got something to say real quick." Yeah. <laughs> nope. Not coming out. There you go. Hey, pass that. Right, I'm gonna sign my resignation and take that. Put it in your pocket. Read it later. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I haven't. I haven't seen someone quit in the middle of a game since like I played little league. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's funny, but it's true. The the the. You know, Lions, the Browns, 0-16. Everybody still sat and saw that the whole way through. How bad does it have to suck for your guy to just go, uh, uh, not it, just that I quit, I, could I tell fucking you, retire. Because as long as the season is going to be for us Lions fans, it's going to be an even longer one for Bills fans. Well, not only that, no, okay, not only what happened with Devontae Davis, and not only because, well, they're the Bills. Also, the cops are cracking down on the pregame tailgating with the Bills Mafia. Apparently, if anyone jumps through a table or throws anyone through a table, everyone goes to jail. And I'm like, why are you taking the only fun thing away from their, these fans? That's all they have, is getting drunk and jumping and putting their fellow Bills fans through tables. That's it. They have nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. So I, Yeah, how you doing upstate New York? Enjoying that? How's Syracuse, <laughs> how's Syracuse doing this year? <laughs> I mean, I just wow, yeah. And I mean, I knew the Bills weren't going to be world beaters. Like I was like, enjoy literally backing your way into the playoffs last season. Like when they were like, we made the playoffs. Remember they celebrated like that was their Super Bowl. They knew. <laughs> they knew. They were like, this is our Super Bowl. It's like the it's like the Lions before they announced their first draft pick. That's your Super Bowl. If you're a Lions fan, this was their Super Bowl. But, I mean, it's just bad. I mean, bad. Ugh. Yeah. I. All of our shocking retirements came after the season, though. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, Barry, Barry Sanders was like, I can't even begin to get back on the field with that. I say, we not. just have guys fax newspapers, you know, first That's day training saying. camp. That's what I'm saying. Right. Barry Sanders at least faxed his fucking retirement announcement from, the stri- from a strip club on 8 Mile. You know what I'm saying? Like he he didn't do it like halftime at the fucking Silverdome. Like, <laughs> Jesus God. Oh well, and then uh, so I, I I see that uh, good old Chucky has picked up coaching right where he left off in fucking Tampa <laughs> Bay. <laughs> Poor John. Just remember, at one point, he was one of the 50 most beautiful people, according to People Magazine. So just get that to hang your head on. The only the only thing I've heard in defense of him that I actually agree with is he had a hell of a, he had a, hell of a first two defenses to come back to, the Rams and Denver. It, it, it should get progressively easier for him as far as defenses go. I mean, I guess, but... You look at what Max done, and you look at what the entire Raiders defense has done. First two games, 
And I, he's, I, out, I, he's outperformed them in everything like, but tackles. It, re- it really, really has. It's so bad that you don't even want to mention defenses to John Gruden. You came up against two really good defense. Shut up. You don't even say the word. Defense. I got I to gotta wonder if he's fucking went and dug up his old flip phone and called Chris Sims and fucking Brad Johnson to see what they're doing. Because that's, I, I, I'm like, really? Well, this is, you, you inherited one of the best defenses the NFL's ever seen. And you pissed it away and said, we're going to turn the Bucks into, you know, I'm going to be the Bill Walsh. Of, you know, Southeast uh, uh, United States, and I'm gonna bring all these quarterbacks in, and did absolutely nothing with them, and it's just like, it's like the man has a, like an aversion to defense, and I just don't understand it. I just don't. I mean, it's not like they got blown out, but still, it's that's Raiders Nation, man. You understand? Eventually, you have to go back and play in Oakland, right? Like they don't take kind well, That's the other thing shit. too. He started out on the road. Two two games in a row on the road. It's the other thing I'll stick up for him. Well, he better do something when he fucking goes home. I'm telling you that that, that shit ain't gonna fly. And and he's got to go to fucking Miami this week. So I mean, and it's not like you know Miami's world beaters, but I think they could fucking beat the Raiders so far. <laughs> the Raiders haven't really shown me anything, so I don't know. But it, speaking of now, speaking of defenses, yeah. So it's just like the Rams and everybody else for defense this season. Rams in Chicago. Yeah, that's the best. But well, I, I do want to point out um, everybody's talking about, you know, Khalil Mack and everything, and he, as well they should, you know. I've said it many times. He, he's actually made me stop calling it the toilet bowl because he is a monster of that midway. So. But uh, Miles Jack, a lot of people have forgotten about him. He's in Jacksonville. Just about there with Mac. Not quite, but just about. I mean, Miles Jack is a bad man. That's a guy you do not want to get hit by ever. Uh, so if you, if you miss it and you get a chance to see it, flip over to a Jacksonville's game and just watch him for a minute. He will, he will tear a, a running back apart. I just still can't believe we're sitting here two years removed from, and you, I, I, you, hey, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. 2016 NFL season, you kept saying, Jacksonville, they're close. They just need a few pieces, and they need the right person to, to, to play those chess pieces. They're close. And AFC championship game last year, and yep, I understand it's, it, was, it was just game two, but handed fucking New England a double-digit loss. You saw something there, and I didn't hear a whole lot of people in the fucking that, that are paid to, to see that shit saying the same thing you were. So you missed your calling in life, man. <laughs> Should have been a broadcaster. Well, at least on the radio, because you got a face. Yeah, for I got it. a face yeah. for radio. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, but why no, Shrek? And- why, why Shrek giving me the picks this week? Right. Is there a new movie, Shrek movie coming out? Uh, yeah, he. Uh, Miles Jack is definitely a captain of that defense. Uh, he could stick with the best of them, like I said, with Mac. Uh, back with Ray Lewis days, he has that type of leadership on that defense, and they follow him into the battle. And, and they have his back, win or loss. They give it all. And uh, definitely, definitely a team to watch there. 
I understand Bortles and all that bullshit, but they do have Fournette. So, I mean, things happen. Once again, like Rich said, they did beat Patriots, and a lot of that is definitely due to Jack. So, just take a quick jot of a note. Don't don't write that. Don't overlook them. Well, I mean, yeah, Blake Bortles is still your quarterback, though. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I'm just. I'm not buying him as a legit quarterback. I'm just not. Again, you don't need to buy Blake Bortles as a legit quarterback. I, I've I've went through this with you at nauseum. Rich, who was the quarterback on the Tampa Bay Bucks when they won? Brad Johnson. Not a legit quarterback. Not even See, close. You keep giving exceptions rather than the rule. You keep giving like all of these outliers. Jim McMahon, not an elite quarterback. You've given me two examples out of what? 55 or however many Super Bowls we're on. You're giving me outliers, Earl. Nick Foles, not an elite quarterback. I could do this all night. Oh, come on, dude. I really you want to go back. You want to go back the last 10 Super Bowls and name the quarterbacks? How many examples do you need of not an elite quarterback that where it's not just the exception? Because you're giving me exceptions rather than the rule. You've given me four exceptions out of, like, 50 however many games. So, in other words, what you're saying is that you're just not buying that Bortles is one of those exceptions to the rule. No. He's not okay. a Trent Dilfer. He's not a, he's not a uh, you know, a guy like that, uh, Doug Wilson or whatever, whoever the fuck. Or, or who, fuck, who took over for Sims for the Giants when they won the Super Bowl, their backup quarterback? They, they, they were like, oh, Sims is injured? Oh, that's it. We're done. And then they won the fucking Super Bowl with them. It was, it was Buffalo's first fucking uh, first four peat to 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 loserdom. Oh god damn it! Making me trying to remember back that far. But anyways, what I'm saying is, you, you just you're not buying. He's he's one of those guys. No. Well, that time just, will tell his tale, man. It, he's not. He, it doesn't have to be an elite quarterback. You got a decent run game, a decent line, a decent receiving core, a hell of a defense. Who? 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 Keelan Cole? The Burns. household name that is Keelan Cole? <laughs> Did I say a phenomenal out the side, just outstanding receiver core? I said a decent. He's decent. You saying he's not decent? He, he, uh, yeah, because he, the two Allens are gone. The, those were the two receivers last year. Hearns and Robinson, they're gone. <laughs> so who's he throwing to this year? Uh, well, somebody that Marquise Lee. Oh no, he's not. Marquise Lee's injured for the whole season. Somebody I mean, that would beat the Patriots. I'm just saying. I will say this: I'm sitting here looking at the stat line for the Patriots game. He spreads that ball around awful well. I mean, you got one, two, three, four guys with four more receptions, two of which went for over 80 yards. And I mean, like Dinkin and Duncan to the fucking. You know, to the flats with your with your uh, 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 running back, he seems to he he seems to do it when they got an opportunity to make a play. Once again, that doesn't that doesn't show that he's a world beater. But I think it's safe to say he's in the game management fucking part of uh, or, or uh, uh, he's uh, that's his designation as a quarterback. And I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm not buying him either right now. But let's put it this way. I'm keeping an eye on him in the shop. Not, I'm not. I'm not laying my money down for him quite yet. But if he can manage the game and that defense in a running game could 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 plays like they're 
they should on paper, they should be fucking looking to go deep in the playoffs this year. Well, the other part is they already have done that. The next part is you got to get to the Super Bowl. You got to the AFC Championship game. No, absolutely. And then, and as far as I'm concerned, until otherwise, I mean, pretty much how it's been in the last five years, the AFC goes through New England. So you got them in the regular season, but you got to yep. get them more. You got to get them where it counts. Yeah, but you still got a bunch of fucking. Not that I'm using this as a defense or a for them, or that I'm saying this is legit, but you still have a lot of people in Jacksonville who are salty over you know a few calls in the AFC fucking title game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when you have that type of chip on your shoulder, man, it, hatred and being petty has been some really uh, some excellent motivators for fucking people in sports over the years. So who the fuck knows, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, I, dude, little brother, what's the record since yep. fucking that was said? Exactly. That's all, all, you, all you need to do is to say the wrong thing or have the wrong thing happen. And it's like, oh, it's fucking on. All right. I got something for that ass. That's and why also, I said, I, I, it, it, I, 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 just real quick, that's why I kind of think this was a bad second game for them to play. I don't think it was all that great for them to play New England second game of the season and beat them like they did because well, you might have some people on that team who are like, that's right, we got our revenge. No, revenge would be lifting that Lombardi trophy next year or later this year. Yeah, but see, I, I don't see Jacksonville being that kind of team. Jacksonville creeps on the come up. You're right, Chris. They've already been through that and they got to take the next step and I just, I think they are. I think so many people just look at him and go, it's fucking Jacksonville, whatever. And nobody's taking a really close look at him because they don't have the, the marquee receivers. You know, they don't have the elite quarterback. You know, I, what, Fournette's injured, I think. So, you know, people are going, anyways, next. And when you do that and you underestimate him, you totally forget somebody like Miles Jack. Dude, you've got to watch some highlights of this cat. You don't want to be in his yeah, way. Yeah, but there's, there's two sides of the ball, Earl. You're right. There is two sides of the ball. And as Rich just pointed out, he can pass it around. He's a game manager. If he can continue to manage and, and you know, produce something like he has been, it'll work. Oh, I but know. that's is, true on any team. Is if Jacksonville does win the Super Bowl this year, Shad Khan better come out and make sure he's got his Salvador Dali mustache on point. That's all I'm saying. That Raleigh Fingers shit. <laughs> extra beeswax. Yeah, yeah. That shit better be pointing straight, straight up 12 o'clock. Like, I, because, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm right. This is where I'm with you, Chris. Who the fuck? Jacksonville. Who the fuck do they got? I mean, seriously. I, I understand, and Earl. And, and, I understand, and I understand that, too. And the fact that they went as far as they did last year, the fact that they looked at, as, they looked, they looked at, Yes, I'd be an English major. They looked as good as they did against New England last week. Bodes well for them. But there's still 14 games they got to play. Yeah, I totally agree with you. To be honest with you, they're so off my radar, I don't even know their strength of schedule. I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell you. And and that works out beautiful because that's the way everybody looks at Jacksonville. And when you Mm -hmm. underestimate somebody, I don't care who it is, that's when you get your ass beat. Well, I mean, just, like, going, just going down a list, Titans, Jets, Chiefs, Cowboys, Texans, Eagles, Colts, Steelers, Bills, Colts, Titans, Skins, oh, Dolphins, 
They're going to finish with a good record. <laughs> yeah, the only the only loss that he's mentioned is Chiefs. I'm like, I'm like, Chiefs is probably going to be a rough game. Cowboys, yeah. well. Jets, well. You know? <laughs> Texans, well. They get them twice. Colts, they get them twice. I mean, it's like, eh. Bills, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. All right. All right, I give up, man. Fuck it. See you in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of arguing against my, uh, a losing point. <laughs> Watch, they come out and they lose to the Titans and the Jets. They get housed by the Bills. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what the fuckings? Uh, so any other uh, games stick out? from? Oh, well, I mean... What happened, man? The Cowboys, I thought they were going to be, you know, the Cowboys. I mean, the Giants are a dumpster fire. That's a given. Really? Only beat them by seven points? Am I being being petty? Ezekiel Elliott won my uh, fantasy game for me. Go Cowboys. (laughs) Well, Barkley looked awfully fucking human. In fact, he, he looked a lot like most Penn State running backs who come into the fucking NFL. Week two kind of, you know, welcome to the fucking NFL, Rook. And then Eli Manning. Oh, God. He's provided so many memes in the last couple of days. <laughs> the Emodium one that you shared, Chris. That's great. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, photoshopped his head on the I've fallen and I can't get up lady. And it works really <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, they they just kept coming and coming and coming. And I will say, hey, Barkley did fucking... <laughs> It's pretty bad. He, he led the team in receiving. I didn't realize that until I just looked at the stat line. I'm like, really? Really? 28 rushing yards and 11 attempts, 2.5 average. Yeah, it's pretty bad when Eli Manning has three carries for four yards, 1.3 on the average. I mean, but, you know, then Barkley receiving, 80, 14 receptions, 80 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, too bad he didn't have an all-star receiver that you could throw to. Just spend a little bit of money, get a great receiver, throw him down the field, throw it to him. Don't talk about Sterling Shepard that way. <laughs> Come on now, stop playing. You know I was talking about Latimer. <laughs> so people get paid money, they're not allowed to be double covered. Is that how it goes in your world there, Ice? This guy's getting the big money. We can't double cover him. Oh, Is that you how defenses go? Begin. You can't even begin to try to, no. I ain't even going to argue that point. Now, four receptions for 51 yards, no touchdowns. Stop. Just quit. Hold on. Okay, well, let's I'm, start with four receptions. It means he wasn't targeted all that much. Hey, hey, uh-uh. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Hey, Two-time Aaron, Super Bowl winning Super Aaron, Bowl champion. Aaron, pass the popcorn. No, go on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Two times. He's your Ric Flair, dude. Two times. Yeah, and Super Bowl if winning he's double covered, what, what do you do? Hey, you pay him that much money, you find a way to get open. Okay. They double t- hey, they double covered Megatron. Yeah, he's there are plenty of times ball. he didn't get thrown to because he was double covered. Plenty of times, yes. Uh-huh. But don't you are just being you are being willfully obtuse right now. You are being willfully, willfully ob- stupid. Stop it. Four receptions, man. Yeah, it means he means he wasn't targeted that much. So now you're blaming your Super Bowl winning quarterback for the lack of catches that this all-star. You can't catch shit that's not thrown to you, shithead. Money pit. It's, it's pretty simple. Mm. 
All I'm saying is, which one is it? He's worth that much money, or the, the two-time... You can't throw balls to can't. yourself. You can't throw balls to yourself. So why didn't the two-time... Your two argument Super is Bowl, dumb. Stop your argument. You can't throw why, to yourself. Why didn't the two-time Super Bowl winning champion quarterback find a way to get it to him? Uh, because maybe when you're the best receiver on the team, you get double covered. You're telling me Golden Tate is always wide the fuck open. Every shot, every time is. they throw the ball. Golden Tate's never is. double... He's never double covered. On third down, he finds a way. Edelman's never double covered. Michael Thomas is never double covered. Edelman found a way to catch one that kept him into the game and actually whatever. won a Super Bowl. Just, whatever, K. Contrarian. Can we do the picks now? <laughs> Told you I wasn't going to argue that with you. you can't. Th- there's no defense there. Four fucking receptions. Get the hell so, out of here. So before we do the picks, any any other games from week two you guys wanted to, to mention? It's going to be fun seeing Chicago twice a year. <laughs> it is going to be fun. It's going to be funny. Hey, how about everybody who wasted their high draft pick in their fantasy league on David Johnson? Looking good. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know he played the Rams. I know. I, know. I just had to get a dig in. Sorry. Uh, we didn't mention the Saints beating the Browns barely. The Browns is actually becoming just like the Lions. They find a way to lose. Yes, yeah, playing. They're. They're 0-1-1. They ain't done shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. They just find a way to keep kicking themselves or not kicking themselves <laughs> in, in, into a victory. I just, have to add, I just have to ask this question. So when Tampa eventually realizes they are indeed Tampa and start playing like it, who, t- who, who takes over first place in the NFC South? Because right now it looks like Carolina don't want it. Saints. The Aints are barely playing like they want it. The, the, the Saints... Kamara's had two monster games. Michael Thomas has had two monster games. The, the Saints are going to be in first in that division. All right. Just, just want to know where to put my money. Because <laughs> I'm putting it on. Tampa doesn't realize that they're the Bucks. I, I, I'm not putting it on the Falcons. That just is not happening. So, uh, yeah, well. Because, yeah, the Falcons, they just lost Devontae Freeman for a while. And then. You know, Carolina, I've said it a hundred times today, I'll say it again. Who are you throwing the ball to in Carolina? Cam's so, wardrobe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it in the closet. Ball comes out in Narnia somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the picks. All right, so, yeah, Iceman, you had a shitty week. Oh, that was Sh- terrible. Shitty enough to oh. tie... I'm enjoy it while it lasts. I'm in first by one one game. I'm 21 14 and two, and both y'all are 20 15 and two. Thanks yeah, to those that, stupid ties. Fucking what the fuckings! I'm telling you that week was. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with Rich, me, then Earl, simply because that is how I have things in the order on my screen, and it just makes it easy to type. <laughs> so first game, yuck. Thursday night, Jets and the Browns. Browns are at home. Yuck. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Just a gut feeling. Give me the Browns. I, I I think Jackson fucking proved I wasn't bullshitting y'all. And it's either gonna solidify that team to him, and they're gonna take on that attitude, or they're gonna be like, oh fuck this guy. And I think this is the game we're going to find out. Because if they go out there and shit the bed against the Jets, 
Come on now. That's going to that's going to look yeah. That's going to look bad, seriously. Here's a sentence you only hear once every 20 years. I like the Browns offense a lot better in this one. <laughs> Give me the Browns. Wait a minute. Wait, when Yes, I Okay, we just confirmed. The last time that was said, Bernie Kosar was starting for the Browns. <laughs> I don't know, man. The Jets came off real good looking at when they were playing the Lions. But they were playing the Lions. Now the they're Brown- going against... The Browns North? Yeah. I'm just saying, now that they're going against the other 0-16 team, it could happen. I don't think it will. So give me the Browns. One and one and one. All right, next game, one of the one o'clock slate here, Sunday, Niners heading to Arrowhead, playing the Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> you didn't even think about that, huh? No. <laughs> I didn't need yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not going to think about it either. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, duh. Honestly, I thought in you were going to go with a different game, so, but yeah. In Arrowhead? No. Chiefs. All right, next up, Packers at the Redskins. <laughs> Packers. Yeah, this is a this is another one. Like I'm not even thinking about this. Give me the pack. Yeah, that's moving on. The ghost of pussy past that Aaron Rodgers has slayed could start <laughs> could start as his receiving core, and I'd still pick the Packers. Okay. <laughs> Clay Matthews could forget where he put his needle, and I'm still picking the Packers and his Pantene. <laughs> Next up, next one o'clock game. Two teams with two decent defenses with two suspect quarterbacks. That's just my opinion. Broncos at the Ravens. Oh, see, this one I got to think about. I'm going to do something I know I shouldn't do. I'm going to go with my heart, not my gut. Give me the Ravens. I'm also going with the Ravens. They're at home. And yeah, I just, I don't like Case Keenum. I like Case Keenum. I like him a lot. I think he's a decent quarterback. Meshes well with the receiving core. However, nah, not against the Ravens. You, you gotta, you gotta pick the Ravens. All right. Next, next up, the boys heading up to the twelfth man. Seahawks first game at home. Jerry's kids. God damn. See, this guy. Give me a Seahawks. Yeah, me too. It's their first game at home. They started 0-2. Yeah, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, that their fans are going to be fucking having that place rocking. And it still ain't going to matter. Give me the Cowboys. Now, their their defense is gone. Their offense is gone. Uh, they've shut down shop from what was Super Bowls. Uh, they're not even trying to rebuild yet. They're still trying to figure out how they lost everything. Did they stop and drop before they shut down shop? I don't know what the fuck they did, but everybody was like, I gotta go. Everybody. That's how, just how the Rough Riders roll. I'm saying, there's barely anybody left in, in Seattle. That's true. I think Earl Thomas is the only person left on that defense from the Super Bowl team. Yeah. is No, Cam Chancellor ain't still there, is he? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Ogletree's gone. Michael Bennett's gone. Uh, uh, what's his nuts? Twenty five is gone. All right, Sher- Sherman's Sherman's at the San Francisco Jacks. Yeah. yeah. Next up, one o'clock game, NFC South Saints heading to the Georgia Dome. Oh wait, isn't that the old? It's 
I'm sorry, Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah, I was going to say. Falcons. Yeah. <sighs> Can a plane carrying the Panthers crash into this fucking game, and then I could be happy? Give me the and Saints. the Saints still don't make the play, or the Bucks still don't still make don't the make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> you taking the Saints there, Rich? Yeah, Saints. As am I. They're, I like their offense way better. See, it's it's going to be close, and that sucks. Uh, you know, Devontae Freeman should have stayed healthy. He didn't. <laughs> I'm sure that was a choice. He's like, oh, I want to get injured. It's always a choice. You know that. Anyways, give me the Saints. Raiders at the Dolphins. This would be a great game 30 years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was the mid-70s. Uh... Mm, damn, that's rough. Give me the give me the Dolphins. I have no I have no I have no faith in Chucky, man. See, I believe in no part of the Miami offense. The Raiders at least got Amari Cooper in beast mode. Give me the Raiders. I have no faith in somebody who goes. Well, he didn't want to be here to the best player in the National Football League in the middle of the field. But I still can't pick the fucking fish. Give me the Raiders. <sighs> me and Wilson chilling on our island. <laughs> Ooh, here, here's our butt fuck of the week. Vikings the Bills at the Vikings. Vikings. That, uh, yeah, I was Vikings. <laughs> Blow that horn, whatever. Yeah, give the Vikes. This ooh, this might be historically bad. As as oh. as, as Captain Craig Legs would say, we gonna eat that W. <laughs> no, quite literally, get me his socks. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, Colts at the Eagles. You like that? Oh, okay. Man, I gotta believe the Eagles have to have some pride and have to be like, no, that was the Bucks last week. That ain't no. So give me the Eagles. No, I'm with you there, Rich. Same thing. Like you just lost to the Bucks. They're gonna beat the fuck out of the Colts. Andrew Luck, welcome back, and welcome back to the sideline. Give me the Eagles. All right, next up, the surprisingly two and zero Cincinnati Bengals against the Carolina Panthers. I think that mixing loss is, is actually a lot more hurtful than is being made out, and. uh Oh shit! We talked about Bernard. We talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's a he's he's an okay fucking band aid. It's just not the same. So, ugh. and they're in Carolina. Give me the Panthers. God, I hate picking fucking anybody in the NFC South. I'm picking the Bengals again. If you look at it this way, motherfucker, the Panthers, the Panthers have McCaffrey pretty much, other than Newton. The Bengals got AJ Green. I think AJ Green's better than McCaffrey. And I think the Red Rocket at this point in the season is better than Cam Newton. Give me the Bengals. I think all of that is true. And I hate Cam Newton. I can't stand him. But I just, I, he always sometimes finds a way. I got to believe he's going to be at home. He always sometimes finds a way. Seriously, you got that? It's very anchorman <laughs> of you, yes. <laughs> I, I just, I don't get it. I can't follow it. There's no rhyme or reason. It's the very definition of what the fuck is. However, all of that said, I like the Panthers' defense better than I do the Bengals. So you're picking the Panthers? Yeah, yeah. Give me the Panthers. Alrighty. Titans at the Jaguars. <laughs> Jags. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just Do-do-do. filling in Jacksonville for all of us. <laughs> uh, Giants at the Texans. I, damn, is this is this the shit? Is this the shit bowl of the week? Oh uh, no, that's the Jets Browns, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we have a lot. Of this this is this is some shitty ass games this week. <laughs> there's there's a lot of one A, one B, one C. Fuck, give me the Texans simply because they're at home. That man, I'm telling you, you think. The Lions have problems with their O line. <laughs> Good Lord! All right, I, that if I'm Eli, I might retire after the first fucking series, let alone fucking get to halftime. <laughs> uh, see, this is where we differ. I like New York's offense better than Houston's. Really? Yeah. Okay. Give me Saquon Barkley over Lamar Miller any day. Give me Odell over DeAndre Hopkins. Fuck, give me Eli over Deshaun Watson. Give me the Giants. Well, according to you, we'll just double cover o- OBJ and, oh, you know, we'll just stack up against Barkley and then what do you got? Okay. Give me Sterling Shepard. Uh huh. Yeah. If he could stand long enough to throw the ball, give me Houston. The Battle of LA. Chargers at the Rams. Rams tough, baby. There's a serious lack of four o'clock games. There's only three. I just realized that. But yeah, yeah. the Rams. That's going to be the one to watch at four o'clock. Unless you just, well, I'll wait till you announce it. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, as much as I like what I've seen out of the Chargers this year, give me the Rams. You can't fuck with that defense. I got to say, you really I, can't. I'm kind of shocked. And I mean, there. I fuck. Who was it? Shannon Sharp said Chargers were his dark horse pick to go to the fucking to Super Bowl. I was like, I don't know about all that, but I mean, they they have looked better than I thought they would. Let's just let's put it that way. Well, that's because of Gordon, though. He's the up and coming, like the second coming, if you will, of uh, Todd Gurley. Who? Melvin Gordon? Mm-hmm. You think about guys been in the league like twice as long as Gurley? The second coming of somebody? Okay, he's a resurgence of Gurley. What do you want from me? <laughs> Shut up and give me the Rams. Somebody in your league before them. <laughs> he's like the he's he's like the life of Brian. He was born in the stall next to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not Jesus himself, but you know. All right, Bears at the Cardinals. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> That's sad. I'm laughing at that. That's terrible. Because <laughs> they're coming to Detroit. <laughs> uh, I mean, Bears. I, what do you even say to that? I mean, it's just thanks. Thanks for playing Arizona. We'll see you next season. Yeah. Do I have to say anything? Bears. <laughs> Speaking of socks. <laughs> Give me the here's, monster. The way. Here's the real question: Do the Cardinals lay another goose egg against the Bears? Or do they actually put some points on the board? <laughs> if you're now that defense. <laughs> I right. mean, if you're the Cardinals, you're like, really? The Rams, then the Bears? Really? Did we piss you I off, know, Dad? Right? <laughs> and it wasn't so bad when the season's almost started, and then all of a sudden you had to get Mac on him? God damn. 
Yeah, they 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 wrote in that the Cardinals were like, well, that's going to be a win. Wait a minute, Mac got traded to where? Shit, anybody got any racer that'll work on ink? <laughs> I mean, and right. this, then this next one. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> Sunday night football, and then this happened. <laughs> the New England Patriots coming to Ford Field to play the Detroit Lions. Oh shit! I mean. I, 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 I'm I'm dead serious. We 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 don't even have individual defensive players in our fantasy football team, but yet if you could pick up the ghost of Teddy Bruschi, start him. Start him. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots, baby, all the way. Get Harrison up on that bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking way the Lions win this game. Give me the Patriots. I, I can't I can't talk about this. This is sad. <laughs> this is sad. This why? Why? This is this, I, this I want is... to go I'm going to take a plane to Detroit to stop this game. Because <laughs> this is not right. Be you careful what you pick, say about no, a plane you, and stopping anything. I'm just saying, you, you you got to stop. You can't beat up on the mentally challenged. You just can't. They're I retarded would... enough. I don't even know if it's that, man. I think I think they're more just physically challenged as well. I mean, it's well. I'm just saying they're they're handicapped mentally and physically, and and the Patriots are just going to come in there and poke and prod and jump and bite and beat. It's just mm. it's literally like dropping a Navy SEAL team on a special ed class. I'm saying it's not fair. <laughs> it's just like take a plane, go land in Detroit Metro. Go in and say, I'm sorry, tonight's game has been canceled. Detroit just kind of conceded. And uh, <laughs> they didn't wait to halftime to retire. They just said, I got to go to bed. It's going to be like Conor McGregor fighting a fifth grader. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Matt Patricia, and I think he said uh, he was going to take a piss, and he just walked away. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what is this, the end of Rockstar? <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> All right. So Monday night football, the Steelers heading down to Raymond James, taking on the two and O Tampa Bay Bucks. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. See, this is bullshit because I was all ready to pick the Steelers, but then it's like, really, Antonio Brown? Really? You got to convince me that there's something going on with that fucking team. I- <sighs> Bucks are firing on all cylinders, and the Steelers are driving around in an eight-cylinder, firing on three of them. I fuck it. I'll dance with who brought me. Give me the Bucks. Sorry, Fitz Magic. Rides over. Give me the Steelers. I just think they're. I, we talked about having that chip on your shoulder earlier. Yeah, they they tied with the Browns and they lost this past Sunday. Nope. Here's the Seems. thing. I will qualify my pick by saying this: If the Bucks win. I'm not saying it's because the Bucks are that good of a team. Once again, I think the Bucks have been very lucky to play very good teams who are playing down to the Bucks level. I mean, Steelers on all cylinders roll the Bucks. That's is I don't think I don't think anyone on the show is going to argue that. I don't give a fuck who they got playing for them this season. But I, so that's this is the Steelers game to lose, not the Bucks to win. I, I'm going to break into it like this, Rich. What is this game all about? Why, when you were little, did you go out to play football? You wanted to have fun. 
You wanted to compete. Yeah, you wanted to win, but you wanted to go out and just have fun and and just enjoy it. And this year, with Fitzpatrick as their quarterback, sorry, not sorry, the Bucks are having the time of their life. He's coming out, he's making jokes, he's looking like Conor McGregor, but on the field, they're kicking ass. You say people are playing down to their level, bro, they got really good players. Some of them past their prime, sure. But if they're going to go out, why not go out with some fun and kick a little ass while they're at it? Remember last week when he said he's done with the Lions, he's got to pick his team? Get off my Kool-Aid. <laughs> I, 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 Pick someone else I, besides the Bucks. Okay, I've been here since the cream sickle years. <laughs> There's no room on this bandwagon. Okay, <laughs> I, I didn't jump on their bandwagon when they had the defense from hell. I'm not jumping on it now. I'm just saying. I'm looking at the Bucks, going, they're loving playing together. They are. No, they from look Sean all the way to Fitz to. You know, Evans, they're just in that defense that nobody knows anybody's name on that defense except for Rich, you know, other than Gerald McCoy. You can't pick him. (laughs) It just looks like they're having the time of their life. Like, they really want to play together. And, yeah, they want to kick a little ass while they're doing it. I mean, because, and, and yeah, definitely the Steelers have their issues. Obviously, and the press has been made huge. And Tomlin's losing the team and all that shit. But the Eagles were pretty self-confident when they were going in there. And they got handled. Just saying. All right. So, college games. Bucks for the win. Start with Michigan. Nebraska coming into the big house Saturday at noon. God, this is... Yes, I know Nebraska sucks. I know this. But I think this is a very losable game for Michigan. Having said that, I'm going to do something I have... Nothing. I, I don't have very much of this, so I gotta I gotta like give it out very sparingly. I'm going to have faith that Michigan can actually fucking handle Nebraska. So give me Michigan. Yep, give me Michigan. Nebraska sucks this year. Even, <laughs> even Michigan's better than Nebraska, but yeah, Nebraska isn't even ranked. And yeah, they just lost last week to Troy. Whatever oh. the fuck that is. <laughs> so give me give me Michigan. Apparently, they have a good law school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they built an empire. It's the whole thing, Troy, Ellen. It's the whole thing. Michigan. All right, next up, Sparty, coming off their bye week, where they managed to sneak back into the top twenty-five, rolling into Indiana, taking on the Hoosiers. This ain't basketball. Yeah, I I do believe they should easily handle Indiana. Give me Spartans. Yeah, uh, trap game. Cool. Well, you can pick Indiana, but I'm picking MSU because yeah, they're bye week. It, it said this ain't basketball. Indiana didn't even ranked. Give me state. Well, I'm picking state. I'm just saying trap game. The game was the last one. Arizona State. That was the right. trap game. So picks are in. We will see if Iceman will retain his crown or not. So. Yeah, and uh, and just real quick. Uh, I, oh, wow, Blech. hold on, so or not real quick. <laughs> Let's rewind that for a second. I literally went to go speak, and I was tongue tied. Savor his the flavor. Really has his tongue. Savor the flavor, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't happen often. Um, yeah. Uh, did you forget that? You, 
You hate fantasy football? Way to actually break like 140 points, Earl. Congratulations. Golf <laughs> clap. <laughs> and, and, and you could stop all that mess because I let the fucking app pick it this time. Well, there you go. So <laughs> stick with what's winning. <laughs> right. It ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Something like that. <laughs> but yeah, and Chris talking all that shit. Oh, yeah. We my ass whooped by Rich. Really? Uh, Did you see the final score? Hey, man, it's not my fault your players didn't perform. <laughs> <laughs> On paper, you should have whooped my ass. Brady should have handed me my lunch in a sack and went, here you go, buddy. I'm uh, so pissed about that. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it no more. The first week, Rich is playing me. Brady knows exactly where Gronk lives. He's triple covered. Oh, that's all right. Here, catch that, will you? He plays Chris. Gronk who? We have a Gronk? Isn't he injured? Can't find him to save his own last. No. Well, I'm just saying there seems to be uh, uh, a reversal of fortune as far as if I remember last last season at this point. Uh, who's 0-2 and, and who's 2-0. So, yeah. There you go. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it, as we were talking in the pregame, and if you're not part of the Fantasy League, you don't care about any of this. But it, I, this isn't about our league. It's just about fantasy football. This is all bullshit. This is not fucking. This is not skill. There's no skill in this. It's all luck. So I, uh, why? It, what, what is it? FanDuel made that made the argument that the fantasy football is a game of skill, so they could fucking bet money on the shit. Yep. Liars. You <laughs> lie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, besides that, all right. Hey, do all the research in the world, and you're still gonna lose. Yep. <laughs> I, I thought Tony was good, by the way. I, I he's busy second deck. I don't know. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> I forget. I think he forgot how to play fantasy football. Uh, it's two weeks in. Anything can happen. He did bring up. He's like, yeah. Uh, what's with your boy? I thought I sucked. I'm like, yeah. I thought he did too. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Ice does suck, but the damn the the app. Kicks ass, I guess. So I, yeah. I, good luck to everybody, except for who I'm playing. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, app, the app just turned down and went moneyball on your ass. Here, take this guy and that guy. Are you sure? Because he's like third straight. Take him. He catches more than he drops. Take him. Okay. Fuck. Plug it all in. 140 points. You're right. Hey. <laughs> all right, guys. Well. That's it for another week. If you're new to the show, thanks or welcome. If you are returning listener, thank you. If you liked it, either one of you, new or returning, tell a friend. That's how this show grows. We're on Twitter at Sporty Podcast. You can email us Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.